Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. This is Motor Racing Network Classics, presented by MRN. One, two, three... Talladega Super Speedway in Alabama. To NASCAR fans, it means speed, thrills, and racing excitement. To NASCAR Winston Cup drivers, it's where you separate the men from the boys. Dale Earnhardt Jr. on the bottom, digging hard. Labonte sideways, nearly brushes the wall. Earnhardt takes the lead out of turn number two. Here comes the battle for the lead. Earnhardt Jr. down low. Here comes Tony Stewart to the high side. Jeff Burton trying to close in. The late Dale Earnhardt won here ten times. His son, Dale Jr., has won the last three races at Talladega. You know, I just like the racetrack. You go in there with a good attitude. You feel like you know what you're doing, even if you don't. You're just staying up front all day, having a car that can stay up front all day and do pay, make the passes you need to make. Jr. goes for four in a row at Talladega in the Aaron's 499, next on MRN. Four times a year, the NASCAR Winston Cup Series goes restrictor plate racing, twice at Daytona and twice here at Talladega, Alabama. Racing here considered the ultimate test on equipment, teamwork, and driver ability. And for the fans, it's the kind of racing that keeps you on your feet all day long. Hi, everybody. I'm Joe Moore, along with Barney Hall, welcoming you to MRN Radio's live coverage of the Aaron's 499 at the Talladega Super Speedway. Barney, a lot of factors going to being successful in restrictor plate racing here at Talladega or at Daytona. But the one key factor at both places is the draft. Yeah, you gotta you got to be able to stay up in that lead draft here at Talladega or else you'll never have a chance to win at this racetrack. I was thinking this morning walking up to the booth here, 41 drivers are probably wondering if they can stop Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Michael Waltrip's dominance of the restrictor plate races. A lot of them feel like they can, but that's going to be a tall order. Earnhardt Jr. has won the last three restrictor plate races here at Talladega Super Speedway. Also won the Bush Series race here yesterday. And between the two drivers, they've won seven of the last nine restrictor plate races that combines Daytona and Talladega. So they will be considered formidable today. We are here at the Talladega Super Speedway getting ready to run the Aaron's 499 this afternoon for the Winston Cup cars. And as we were talking a moment ago, Joe, I think the big thing that's on everybody's mind, not only the drivers, but the fans also are wondering if... Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Michael Waltrip will continue to do what they've been doing for the last year and a half or so. They've been good in practice all weekend, but not as good as expected in qualifying the other day. They didn't do quite that well. Everyone expected them to have the front row pretty well covered up. That's not the case. We'll give you a look at the rundown and talk to both drivers. Matter of fact, extenuating circumstances for Dale Jr. We'll explain that as well here in just a few moments. First, those seven races, seven winners so far this year. That's the top story of the season. It's been a diverse year as far as the manufacturer standpoint is concerned as well. 
as Ryan Newman gave Dodge its first win of the 2003 campaign last week at Texas. And now all four car makes have gone to victory lane. Newman took the checkered flag after leading a total of 77 laps of that 334 race last week. Coming off turn four, I got really tight, and uh, Junior got underneath me. And after that, I, I kind of pretty much figured the race was over because we struggled all day with the arrow push. And just a matter of uh, being patient, running him back down, and uh, trying to work with some lap cars and stuff. And just uh, we're fortunate enough to be able to get back by him. He, uh, he raced me really clean, and uh, the Altel Dodge was handled really well. And once we got back out in clean air, it was pretty smooth sailing. Newman scored his second career victory, advancing seven spots to take over eighth in the series points, and moved into the NASCAR top ten for the first time this season. Consistent finishes have Matt Kenseth leading the way, followed by Roush Racing teammate Kurt Busch. Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s second place finish in Texas moved him up four spots to third, followed by Michael Waltrip in fourth. Solid finishes at Texas Motor Speedway allowed Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon to realize significant gains in the points as well, with Johnson moving to fifth and Gordon to sixth. Tony Stewart, Newman, Ricky Craven, and Kevin Harvick round out NASCAR's top ten. Back at the Talladega Super Speedway, getting ready for the Aaron's 499 here this afternoon. And another thing that's going to be on all their guys' mind is what we saw happen in the Bush race yesterday. The big one. You've always heard that referred to when we come to Talladega or to Daytona, that big crash that catches so many cars up. Yesterday we had about uh, 20 of them involved in one crash early in the race. Took out 17 cars before we were nearly 20 laps into the race here yesterday. That has happened many times before. And, of course, NASCAR instituted the smaller fuel cell, which they hoped would break up the big packs of cars racing on the track. We didn't get a chance to see that really work out at Daytona because of the rain-shortened Daytona 500. We saw it here last fall. We're going to find out again today if it actually works. Yeah, it did break up the field uh, quite a bit here last October when we came here to Talladega. Right now, let's go trackside and see if we can get a word from some of the drivers. Jeremy Mayfield got the bud pole here on Friday. Doing that was a big boost for this whole race team. Jeremy hasn't had a pole or a race Hasn't won a pole, I should say, in over two years. He'd love to turn that pole into a win today, and I believe Winston Kelly is trying to track him down. That's 186.489 miles per hour, the third time on the bud pole here at the Talladega Super Speedway. A big boost for your race team. Yeah, it is. It's a real big boost. And, uh, you know, everybody on this team deserved that. They've worked hard from the engine shop all the way to the fab shop, race shop, everybody, all the road crew guys. And uh, just been working hard on this uh, Dodge Dealers UAW Dodge. And, uh, you know, that we're getting it slowly every week, and uh, results haven't showed it. But, man, we needed this. And uh, I think from here on out, you're going to see this 19 team be uh, better and better every week. A lot of guys just want to keep it up front. Other guys say it doesn't matter till the last 30 laps or so. How about you? That's same here. You know, it's always like that at Talladega. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. We're going to do our best to stay up front, and uh, I'm sure we'll all get, be shoveled to the back, you know, sooner or later throughout the day. But we'll, we'll get back up there, and uh, uh, if not, hopefully we hang on the front and stay there. That's what Harvick and I were talking about earlier. It's like uh, you never know here, but we're going to do our best. No question that everybody will shuffle back to the back, but he hopes to come back to the front. He starts on the bud pole with a speed of 186.489 miles per hour. The guy starting alongside him is with Adam Alexander. And actually, Winston, we're going to slide back here just a minute and talk to the man who's going to start eighth this afternoon, Ryan Newman. We'll start the Alltel Dodge from that position. A win last week. You bring in some mem- some momentum here to this afternoon. Your thoughts as you go from the eighth position, Ryan? Well, just like last week, keep the fenders on it. It's a totally different race, totally different mentality, and uh, just have to see how things go. Alltel Dodge seems to be pretty good, and uh, it's just all about 500 miles today. Two starts here at Talladega. You finished seventh in the fall. Is this team confident when it comes to restrictor plate racing, Ryan? I wouldn't use the word confident, but we've had good performances, just haven't had good results. 
Should be solid here this afternoon. Ryan Newman will roll off from the eighth position. Now to Danielle Fry, who's with the guy who will start third this afternoon. Well, Adam, Elliot Sadler and his teammate Dale Jarrett had a bit of a long night as they attended the final four games in New Orleans last night. But, Elliot, you guys have had some strong runs this season. A bit of unfortunate luck, though. They stressed in the driver's meeting to be patient, especially in the opening laps. Do you think patience will prevail? Well, I hope so, uh, Danielle. I mean, we have had some great cars this year. And, and again, they give me another great M&M Sport Taurus again for today. But just we do need a little bit of luck, and hopefully everybody will use their head. And that will probably last a good lap and a half to two laps before we get three wide and probably stay like that the rest of the day. But just try to be around at the end, uh, do some good pit, stra- you know, pit stop strategy, and we'll see what happens when it all plays out. And you speak about uh, the pit strategy. We, we saw in yesterday's NASCAR Bush Series race that fuel mileage was a key. What about for you guys today? It, it was, and it was a big key here last year in the fall. A lot bigger key than what I think all the teams uh, really thought it was going to be. So I know we've done a lot of extra work to, to try to save on fuel. I know a, a lot of other teams have too. So that's going to be a big, big key in, the, in who goes across that uh, line first today. That's Elliot Sadler. He'll roll off third for today's race. Elliot's done very well in super speedway racing. Remember, a second-place finish last year at Daytona. Hoping they can back that up here today at Talladega. In a moment, we'll hear from more drivers getting ready for the start of today's Aaron's 499. First, though, time for our driver spotlight, brought to you by MBNA, the issuer of the official NASCAR Visa credit card. Here's Dave Moody with Jamie McMurray. Well, there's at least one guy in the NASCAR garage that doesn't have to worry about getting his exercise every weekend. That's Jamie McMurray, who spends most of his Saturdays and Sundays running back and forth between the Bush Series and the Winston Cup garage. Talk a little bit about double duty. As a young driver, does that advance the learning curve? Does it multiply it by two? I don't know that it's very big here at Talladega, but a lot of weeks, um, you know, just learning a lot about the racetrack and and then just getting to race with the Winston Cup guys and then all the extra seat time. I mean, it, it helps my Bush car and then getting to run the Bush car on Saturday and getting to run a whole race and make adjustments to the car, it helps me on Sunday. So they, they both kind of complement each other. To the mental notes that you make, not so much about the race car, but it, but in terms of learning the racetracks and driving and learning the competition, can you transfer that from the Bush car on Saturday and, and take things over to the Cup race on Sunday? Most of the time you can. I mean, I think every race we've been to, I've, I've taken something from Saturday over to Sunday, and then, of course, at, at Rockingham and Darlington, I took something from my Cup race on Sunday to the Bush race on Monday. So, yeah, I mean, definitely it just seems like every week. It, it might be something small that you don't think is that big a deal. It might be something small that's making a green flag pit stop and then getting to do that on Sunday. Sunday and just being a couple seconds better than a guy and gaining a few spots there. So sometimes it's not always a big deal to use all race, but it's always something. Is there a downside to it, though, as we get on to the half and two-thirds mark of this season? Does your own personal gas tank get a little, uh, a little toward the empty side from having to do both every weekend? Well, I don't know because last year when I ran both cars and then so far this year it's been so cool. I haven't had to experience all the heat yet, but I'm sure that will play a little bit of a role. But um, just try to drink lots of fluids, and, and then I'm not going to run the car a lot in the summertime. David Strimmey is going to be in it, so um, I'm going to luck out and only have to do it when it's cool out. <laughs> All right, best of luck today. Hey, thanks. That's Jamie McMurray. He's ready to go for the second of his double-duty weekend here at Talladega. Pre-race ceremonies beginning downstairs are singing God Bless America. And on the Allison Grandstand on the back straightaway, the folks are holding up signs that spell out the words, God Bless Our Troops. Very supportive of what's going on in the world. Uh, race fans are and have been right now. Let's go trackside again uh, as we will join pre-race activity down there. Eric Percival of the 42nd contracting squad from Maxwell Air Force Base in Montgomery, Alabama, performs today's national anthem. Oh, say can you see 
by the dawn's early light. What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we a special thanks to Staff Sergeant Derek Percival. Now, ladies and gentlemen, for the most famous words in motorsports, please welcome the only quarterback in NFL history to lead his team to four consecutive Super Bowls, Jim Kelly. Gentlemen, start your engines. presents the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. Today, the Aaron's 499. Welcome back to the Talladega Super Speedway at Motor Racing Network's live coverage of the eighth race of the year for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series, the Aaron's 499. Perfect day for racing. There's a chance of showers later on this afternoon. Things are looking good right now, though, and the field is rolling off the pit lane, getting ready to run a couple of pace laps before we start this race today. One of the stories, Barney, we talked about early on, some problems for the favored driver here today, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, they made an engine change on the car. Let's see if we can get more on that from Winston Kelly. With Tony Uri Sr., the crew chief on the machines, lined up 13th. We've got to go to the back of the pack. Tell us what you found this morning, Tony. Well, we uh, had a little condensation problem in the engine yesterday. We thought it was just called the rain stuff. So uh, we ran our hour and uh, 15 minutes practice where we had there yesterday and didn't see any problems. Car run cool and uh, ran good. We came in this morning, fired the car up, and uh, the oil tank filled up with water. So uh, we don't exactly know right where it came from, but uh, we got a pretty good idea where it came from. I'm not real sure. So uh, we changed everything under the hood this morning and uh, – have to go to tail end of the field, but I don't think it really matters where you start here as long as you don't get in that big wreck. So uh, hopefully we can ease that Budweiser Chevy up through there and, and get back up there with Michael and Steve and uh, maybe all these DEI cars and have a good run again today, and uh, that's what we're here for. Bad news is he's got to go to the back of the pack. The good news is they found it early. The only thing I disagree with him is I don't think he's going to ease to the front. I think he's going to come like a bullet. 
think the thing that I'm going to be interested in is uh, there's no doubt in my mind that he will not be able to get in the front. He will get up there. But the key in this thing may be how many cars try to latch onto him yep. and come to the front with him. And they may get three and four wide trying to do that. Everybody knows he's got a real good car, so he'll have a lot of buddies out there as he cuts his way through the field. Let's take a look at the starting grid for today's race. Three drivers failed to make the starting field in qualifying here on Friday. Those are Brett Bodine, Larry Foyd, and David Green. Here's the 43 starters in the Aaron's 499. Tony Raines will start 43rd. He drives the base motorsport Chevrolet. The Kodak Pontiac with Mike Skinner goes 42nd. 41st will be Ken Raider in the 1-800-CALL-ATT-DODGE. The Cheerios Dodge with John Andretti as the 40th starter. Dave Blaney rolls off 39th in the Jasper Engines and Transmissions Ford. And the Sitco Ford of Jeff Burton starts 38th. 37th starter, Ricky Rudd of the Motorcraft Ford. Starting 36th is Mike Wallace in the Mikosuke Resort Dodge. The National Guard Ford with Todd Bodine rolls off 35th. 34th starter in the Sirius Satellite Radio Dodge is Jimmy Spencer. Greg Biffle will be 33rd. Greg drives the Granger Ford. The Aaron's Dream Machine Chevrolet with Hermes Sadler squares off 32nd, and Rusty Wallace will take the green flag from 31st position, driving the Miller Lite Dodge. Starting 30th, Jeff Green. He's in the America Online Chevrolet. Joe Nemechek has the UAW Delphi Chevy starting 29th. 28th starter, Terry Labonte, the Kellogg's Got Milk Chevrolet. 27th, Matt Kenseth. He's in the DeWalt Power Tools Ford. Kurt Busch has the Rubbermaid Ford starting in 26th. Kenny Wallace in the Stacker 2 Dodge will go from 25th. 24th starter today, Ward Burton. He's in the Caterpillar Dodge. Jerry Nadeau has the colors of the U.S. Army on his Pontiac. He'll start in 23rd. 22nd is Bobby Labonte, the Interstate Battery Chevrolet. And 21st, Kyle Petty, the Georgia Pacific Dodge. Jack Sprague will start from 20th. He drives the Net Zero Pontiac and the Home Depot Chevrolet with Tony Stewart is 19th. The 18th starter will be Dale Jarrett in the UPS Ford. The Valvoline Pontiac with Johnny Benson starts 17th. Michael Waltrip goes from 16th starting spot in the Napa Chevrolet. And the Tide Pontiac with Ricky Craven starts 15th. Starting 14th will be Jamie McMurray in the Haviland Dodge. The Budweiser Chevrolet of Dale Earnhardt Jr. qualified 13th, but he will move to the tail of the field due to the fact that he made an engine change. The 12th starter is Steve Park in the Pennzoil Chevrolet, and the Coors Light Dodge with Sterling Marlin goes off 11th. Rookie driver Casey Mears has the target Dodge starting in the 10th spot. Mark Martin has the Viagra Ford going from 9th. 8th starter Ryan Newman, last week's winner. He's got the Alltel Dodge in the 8th starting spot. 7th, Jimmy Johnson in the Lowe's Chevrolet. Going from 6th, Robbie Gordon, the singular wireless Chevrolet. 5th is Bill Elliott, the Dodge dealer's UAW Dodge. Jeff Gordon, a two-time winner at Talladega, has the DuPont Pepsi Chevrolet starting 4th. 3rd is Elliott Sadler in the M&M's Ford. On the front row, Kevin Harvick, the GM Goodrent Chevrolet. And on the bud pole for the first time this year, Jeremy Mayfield in the Dodge Dealers UAW Dodge. Field working its final pace lap up in turns three and four. They'll get the one to go signal as they come back to the start finish line this time to get today's Aaron's 499 underway here at the Talladega Super Speedway. This is a wild, a big, a huge racetrack and super fast. We've got three announcers out on the turns uh, covering the action for Motor Racing Network here this afternoon. First out on turns one and two from Barry, Vermont, where it's snowing today. Dave Moody. Yeah, I'm happy to be here instead of there, Joe. The tail of the tape here in turns one and two at Talladega. 33 degrees of banking, nearly four stories tall. Room enough to run four wide on occasion and three wide all day long. It's the only track on the circuit where you can run second one lap, 30 second the next, and be back in the top ten in a few moments. It's all about reading the draft, picking the right partners, and putting yourself in the right place at the right time at the end. And, yeah, you should also keep your eyes open for that Talladega big one at some point in the afternoon as well. We're located between the exit of turn number two, snuggled right up next to a few thousand of our closest personal friends here at the Allison Grandstand at Talladega. 
They've got 4,000 feet to wind them out, heading down to turn number three, and to cover the action up there for MRN this afternoon is Mike Bagley from Dover, Delaware. Thank you, Barney. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm positioned on a platform about 20 feet in the air on the inside of the end of the backstretch, and this is probably the most exciting 4,000 feet in all of motorsports. We'll watch the field come off of turn number two. After sizing up the competition and picking drafting partners, this is where these boys get down to business. We'll see them stacked up two, three, four, sometimes even taunting with the five-wide possibility all the way from the outside concrete all the way down to the inside grass. They'll make those moves on the back straightaway, execute maneuvers that'll either put them to the front if they have drafting help or drop them to the rear if they have no one to dance with. Then get back in line and start the rumble up the banking. The 33 degrees of turn three will have all the action covered off turn two and down this 4,000 foot backstretch here this afternoon. And it will be interesting once they climb the banking of turn three and head over towards turn number four. That's where the big one happened there yesterday. And to cover the action there from Motor Racing Network from Rancho Cucamonga, California, Dan Hubbard. Thank you, Joe, and good afternoon, everybody. I have an elevated station here in the grandstands just outside turns three and four. One of the few corner combinations in all of motorsport where the drivers simply do not lift on the throttle. The dramatic 33-degree banking allows for hair-raising high speeds and three-wide racing only inches apart. And as we saw in yesterday's bush accident, the slightest bobble or mechanical failure can throw the field into immediate disarray. It takes patience, it takes discipline, mixed with a willingness to keep the right foot down on the floor. I'll be here to cover all the and calculated moves at turns three and four of Talladega Super Speedway. Take a minute to remind you that today's broadcast of the Aaron's 499 is brought to you under exclusive radio rights granted by the Talladega Super Speedway to MRN Radio solely for the private non-commercial use of our listening audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the description and accounts of this event without the express written consent of MRN Radio is prohibited. 477 radio stations in 48 states and American Forces Radio Network broadcasting to over 1 million men and women in uniform in over 180 countries worldwide along today for our coverage of the Aaron's 499. Welcome aboard the Motor Racing Network. Get ready for a wild ride as the field works their way off turn four and into the trioval for the final time. Getting set to go here in one of the fastest races of the year, Jeremy Mayfield and Kevin Harvick on the front row. It is Dodge and Chevrolet stacked up side by side. Rest of the field now just behind them coming up to speed. The pace car has hit the pit lane and for the start of the Aaron's 499, here's Barney Hall. The excitement is about to begin here at Talladega. 188 circuits around the speedway this afternoon will make up the Aaron's 499 as they come down into the trioval, banked 18 degrees, looking for the green flag here at the start-finish line. It is in the air. These restrictor plate engines fire to life, head off into turn number one. You won't see anybody pulling out to pass until they wind them up and get full power into the motors as they head for turn one. It'll take the better part of a full lap to get them up to full song. For the moment, the front row remains side by side, nose to nose. Jeremy Mayfield in the Dodge on the bottom. Kevin Harvick topside in the Chevrolet as they exit the backing of turn two for the first time. It's Mayfield by inches. It's a high-speed pace lap onto the back straightaway. Jeremy Mayfield leading the pack down low. Up top, it's Kevin Harvick. Harvick now with a fender out in front. Harvick will grab the lead at the entrance to three, but here comes Mayfield rallying back to the inside. Jeremy Mayfield down back on the bottom alongside Kevin Harvick. They maintain the two-by-two formation as they come out of turn three and into turn four. Now Mayfield has the advantage. He's bringing Elliott Sadler with him. Crowd comes to their feet on the first lap. Harvick is shuffled back to the fifth spot off turn four. Elliott Sadler takes over the second spot as he squeezes down to the inside of the racetrack. Gets by Kevin Harvick. The inside lane proves to be the fast one here on the completion of lap number one. The race now for third. Harvick on the outside lane. Bill Elliott down low. Elliott down low in the Dodge. 
looking to take away the number three position. He's got drafting help down low from Jimmy Johnson and Mark Martin. Kevin Harvick topside with help from Jeff Gordon. Side by side, off to number two. Here they come onto the back straightaway now. Jeremy Mayfield getting out front all by himself, but he has the long line of drafting help to his advantage stacked up behind him. Elliot Sadler, the first of those. Sadler clears Harvick. He goes to second. Now here's Elliot making moves down low, trying to take third. Sadler rides in that second spot, still chasing down Jeremy Mayfield. They are side by side for that third position with Harvick up high, Bill Elliott down low. Right behind them are teammates Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon. They are wheel to wheel as the field makes their way back up the front track. A good clean start here at Talladega this afternoon. Right now the front four are single file. The scramble is going to be back there for third place. That's where the heat is being turned up right now as Kevin Harvick slides back to fourth. Now he moves back into third place as they go to turn two. Harvick struggling in that outside lane. He's got drafting help from Jeff Gordon and Robbie Gordon. Robbie Gordon right up under the rear spoiler of the DuPont Chevrolet, but can't give him the push. The inside line is moving and that's Bill Elliott looking for third. And the traffic jam is from the third position on back. Kevin Harvick does have drafting help at the inside lane advancing more and more with each passing lap. Although now Harvick trying to break free of Elliott gets a fender out in front but still the race is side by side for third. Harvick had a fender out in front momentarily but Elliott fought back down on the inside putting a couple of left side tires on the yellow line of the apron. Elliott tries to lock down the third spot still fighting Harvick fender to fender. Further back in the pack around 20th or 21st we're seeing some three wide and occasionally four wide racing as guys are trying to come to the front in a hurry. As far as Dale Hart Jr. he's not picked up that much ground Matter of fact, he's still running back at about the 41st position, buried in heavy traffic. The race for the lead is on again in turn one. Kevin Harvick grabs a handful. Look out, trouble upside down. And into the wall goes Ryan Newman. A number of cars involved. Head on into the wall goes Ricky Run. 13, 14 cars involved. Johnny Benson is in it. Jamie McMurray. Also Bobby Labonte. More than half the field piled up in the outside wall after Ryan Newman gets upside down. Caution is on the speedway. A massive accident happening between turns one and two that's going to involve some 14 or more cars. Quite a few of them are littered down on the apron of the racetrack. Let's go back to turn two. Jeff Green is there. Barney Jimmy Spencer is involved in it. Also the Kenny Schrader machine. John Andretti pulling away. Dave Blaney pulling away. Jeff Burton is involved. The big crash came from Ryan Newman who was upside down slamming into the outside retaining wall. We mentioned Ricky Rudd is also involved. The Mike Skinner machine is in it. A number of cars try to limp their way back to pit road, but a number are not going to be able to even to drive away from the scene here in two. Couldn't really tell what triggered that. I just looked up in the corner and saw one car that had turned sideways, went into the wall, and from there on, it was a matter of just collecting anywhere from 12 to 14 cars. Again, back to turn two. Well, the first thing I saw, Barney, was the drive shaft on the Ryan Newman machine as that car was full square, upside down, into the wind, pounded the outside retaining wall, took a wild ride, and then everybody else just went into evasive mode a huge cloud of smoke and dust and steam that everybody did their best to drive through, but obviously a lot of cars unable to do so, and the carnage now rests at the bottom of turn number two here at Talladega. And that is ironic. That's the second time that Ryan Newman has had a spectacular wreck like that at Daytona. I guess he did the same thing, barrel rolling down the front straightaway. Exactly. Got a wild taste. As a matter of fact, you know, his teammate, Rusty Wallace, had uh, an episode there of several races where he had big crashes here at Talladega and at Daytona, and now teammate Ryan Newman having the same type of problem.
problems. Again, we've involved some 14, at least 14 cars in a crash over in turn number two, just the third lap of the Aaron's 499. Let's go back and check in with Dave Moody. Well, Joe, the cleanup effort continues. They are hauling the mangled remains of Johnny Benson's Valvoline machine now just away from the scene. He's one of a half dozen or more cars that are still here, and that car is thoroughly used up. There is not a straight body panel, save for maybe the roof, and that may have a wrinkle in it as well. Among the other cars that are still here, Ricky Rudd's Ford is going up on the rollback as we speak. The Mike Skinner machine is here. Jimmy Spencer's car as well, and a couple of others that are still obscured from our view behind the safety vehicles here in turn two. Dale Hart Jr. was uh, at the place in the racetrack where he should have been involved in that crash, but he made a very nice maneuver down on the grass to get by. There is some damage on the left front air dam on the Budweiser Chevrolet. They're working on that car on pit road, but again, the uh, damage there, minor compared to some of the other drivers involved, which include Jamie McMurray, Ryan Newman, Mark Martin. These are all involved in the crash. Some able to continue, some not. Casey Mears, one of those, along with Rusty Wallace, Jimmy Spencer, Jeff Burton, Johnny Benson, Ricky Rudd, Hermie Sadler was in the crash, along with Jerry Nadeau, Todd Bodine, Bobby Labonte, Mike Skinner, Jeff Green, Jack Sprague, and Ken Schrader, early on, involved in a crash in turn two here at Talladega. Let's hear from another one of the drivers involved in the crash. Daniel Fry? Casey Mears, you just came out of the uh, infield care center. Casey, from your vantage point, what happened? I don't know. I just heard, just talked to Ryan. He said he blew out a left rear tire, and it just started a chain reaction. You know, we all tried to miss it, and and uh, I went high and, and tried to miss it there, and I guess uh, I tried not to hit Jamie, and Rusty got in the back of me, and a bunch of other guys got in and couldn't do anything about it. That's Casey Mears. Once we get some... Uh some word on Ryan Newman and the others that are in the infield care center. We'll pass that along. Let's go back to Dave Moody. All right, Joe. All the cars now have been removed from the scene. The last to go up on the rollback was the Hermie Sadler car. A one-time start. His Aaron's dream machine has turned into a bad dream. Heavy damage all the way around. The cars have been cleared. They're now working on getting the fluid soaked up and cleared out of the way. The jet dryers have made a pass, and they may make another before we're set to go back to green. Let's check in down at the care center one more time. Yeah, Hermie Sadler has made his way from the infield care center. Jeff Green has made his way out. Rusty Wallace also walking from the infield care center. Hermie Sadler talking to some folks down here. Hermie, what happened? Uh, looks like uh, the 12 car blew a tire getting into uh, turn one, and we just started piling up from there. So just, just disappointing, as you know, uh, driving the Aaron's Dream Machine. This is the Aaron's race, and, um, you know, we'd like to have raced a little bit longer than that, but there's just nowhere to go. So uh, luckily I think everybody's okay, and, um, We'll uh, move on next week and try to get to Martinsville. Tough break for Hermie Sadler, who's making his first Winston Cup start of 2003. Well, the good news is apparently everybody is okay, but that was a collision over there that involved uh, about a third of the field, pretty much is what we saw again here yesterday. Green flag is back in the air. There are 26 cars still on the racetrack as Kevin Harvick on a single-file restart leads him down to turn one. Harvick on the point. Michael Waltrip rides in second. Third is Jimmy Johnson, followed by Kenny Wallace and Tony Raines. Everybody single-file and just tiptoeing their way through turns one and two this time as they come up to full song onto the back straightaway. Straight to come up to full song. They come onto the back stretch. Kevin Harvick, the race leader, bringing the field down to the inside. Everyone stacking up in single-file formation. Harvick with a car length on Michael Waltrip. Waltrip with just a couple of feet on Jimmy Johnson, then Kenny Wallace and Tony Reigns. Single file formation into turns three and four as Michael Waltrip starts to make things interesting from that second spot, pressuring Kevin Harvick on that low line. They come off of turn four. It's still Harvick, the man at the point. They start to spread out two and three wide from about 13th on back as the field makes their way off. 
back about the 13th position. It is three wide. Jeremy Mayfield working the top side of the banking, coming through turns three and four, trying to pick up some ground. Dale Jr. is back there in that pack, along with Robbie Gordon. Still three wide near the rear of the pack, going into turn one. Jeremy Mayfield on the outside lane, trying to make some ground, but it's the inside line that will move, courtesy of Dale Earnhardt Jr. He's got drafting help from Terry Labonte. Jr. moves to the inside of that three wide sandwich, and he'll pick up two He'll leave Terry Labonte to race three wide with Robbie Gordon and Jeremy Mayfield. They still stay stacked up that way on the back stretch. Dale Earnhardt Jr. once clearing that pack is pulled away. Now Labonte gets a fender out in front of Gordon and Mayfield to three. Again, this is racing in the back of the pack where they are three by three by three. Plenty of cars in this mix. Jeremy Mayfield riding that high line, losing ground now to Robbie Gordon who works that middle groove. Gets the advantage on Mayfield. From 18th position on back is where they're running two and three wide through the corners here at Talladega. At the front of the field, Kevin Harvick, Michael Waltrip, and Jimmy Johnson ride as the front three. Back in fourth place is Kenny Wallace. Tony Raines is fifth. Sterling Marlin is sixth. Elliott Sadler, seventh. Ward Burton, eighth. Ninth, Bill Elliott. And tenth is Dale Jarrett in turn two. First side-by-side battle, Barney, is for the number 12 position where Joe Nemechek has some drafting help from Jeff Gordon. He'll power to the inside of Ricky Craven. Craven has been kicked up to the outside lane, and problem with Craven is he has no one to dance with. And I mean nobody. Nemechek down to the inside of the racetrack. Jeff Gordon stacked up behind. Craven trying to find somebody to dance with. He won't find it out at the end of the back stretch. Craven trying to get it done the hard way up on the high side of turns three and four. Now he tucks back into line, but he lost two spots to Joe Nemechek and Jeff Gordon as Kevin Harvick leads the field back to the strike. All single file just about all the way through the pack except for near the rear. There are a few cars stepping out of line. Some double wide racing going on back for about the 24th and 25th position. Kevin Harvick shows the way. Michael Walter right on his bumper, and everyone staying in single file, trying to calm things down for now, Dave. Yeah, everybody very happy right now to settle down into strict marching order. One by one off turn number two, Kevin Harvick, Michael Walter, Jimmy Johnson. And they come in lockstep formation onto the back stretch. Again, the leaders hugging the inside lane, not swinging wide up against the concrete. Kevin Harvick, Michael Walter, Jimmy Johnson, those three Chevrolet single file leading the field. Still keeping the single file formation into turns three and four. Dale Jr. took a brief look to the outside of Ward Burton. He's venturing up into the higher ground through three and four, but still not close enough to pull off a move on Ward Burton. Dale Jr. taking his time. He's passing a couple of cars each lap around, but for the moment, he's in no big hurry to get to the front of the field as they wind down and put 17 laps on the scoreboard here at the start-finish line. He is in that outside groove trying to move around. Got a little drafting help with Tony Stewart as he pushes him down toward turn one. And now they're three wide right in front of Jr. On the bottom of the racetrack is Steve Park. In the middle, Joe Nemechek. Ricky Craven once again gets shuffled up to the outside, and again, he's going to go backwards. High line, falling back, Ricky Craven. Yeah, Craven is in the outside lane. This time he's outside of that three-wide battle, mid-pack, halfway down the back straightaway. Looking at Dale Earnhardt Jr. rumbling to the field. He's in the outside line. To his inside is Dale Jarrett. In front of him is Joe Nemechek. They are wheel-to-wheel for that position, fender-to-fender. Both Dales going around turns three and four. Jr. looking for some racing room. He's going to try to shuffle Nemechek out of the spot. Cannot do it. This is the race from 12th on back. It is double-wide from 8th on back with Jeremy Mayfield, the pole sitter for today's race, trying to move up. He's locked up the outside lane. Now Sterling Marlin pulls up in front of him, pulling along the cars of Joe Nemechek and Earnhardt Jr. They're in turn one. Nemechek on the outside now. We'll go to war down on the inside. It's Elliott Sadler. Sadler gets a little bit of drafting help from Ward Burton. He'll win that battle. Now he goes to the inside lane looking to pick up another spot on Bill Elliott. Meanwhile, up top in front of Elliott, it's Sterling Marlin changing lanes. He goes to the top of the racetrack off turn two and in front of Marlin. Here comes Kenny Wallace. He'll step to the outside lane. Wallace to
to the outside of Jimmy Johnson. That's the race for third. The race for third is on in turn three. Jimmy Johnson down low. Kenny Wallace up high. Behind them, they've got Sterling Marlin and Tony Raines going at it. All this action going on behind the top two cars of Kevin Harvick and Michael Waltrip. Well, you figured they'd settle down for a lap or two, and that's exactly what they did. They ran single file, but if you're a racer, you just can't stand it. You've got a race car you feel like can get around and gain a position or two. You're going to do it, and that's exactly what they're doing now. From third place on back, they are two wide, heading off into turn number one. Kevin Harvick is still the leader. Kevin Harvick on top. Michael Waltrip second, but on the outside, here comes Kenny Wallace. He's got a back bumper full of Sterling Marlin for drafting help. Kenny on the outside will go for second. He is on the outside lane. He has drafting help, and he is there alongside Michael Waltrip. Put Kenny Wallace to second as he clears the Waltrip car. Now Waltrip rallies back down low. Waltrip with drafting help from Jimmy Johnson. Wallace gets it from Sterling Marlin. Kenny Wallace had second, but only for a blink of an eye. Now he's back to the third spot, but he's counterattacking on the high outside of turns three and four. Michael Waltrip is there. He's bringing Jimmy Johnson with him. So now Wallace will duel for that third spot as Michael Waltrip steps out of line, now tucks back in behind Harvick. Michael Waltrip now looks down to the inside of Kevin Harvick, challenging for the lead as they come into the trioval. Waltrip digs all the way to the bottom of the racetrack, and by inches he has the lead of the start-finish line. But now it's three wide. Kenny Wallace pulls up to the outside. Great one by Kenny Wallace. Powers around everybody in the outside lane. He's got the lead by a nose, but Michael Waltrip is not going to give it up without a fight. Waltrip fights back to the inside. He'll lead by half a car lane. The loser in that exchange is Kevin Harvick. He is stuck in the middle lane, and he's going backwards. Kenny Wallace in front of him, though, about three car lengths, trying to race for the lead. Not going to happen. Waltrip to the lead. Johnson to second. Here comes Junior to third. Junior occupies the third spot as the DEI cars move their way up to the front. Kenny Wallace loses fourth. Now he's fighting for fifth with Matt Kenseth. But here they come off of turn four. Michael Waltrip showing the way. Michael Waltrip has a lead his teammate trying to get up there right now. Dale Earnhardt Jr. and this crowd has gone wild when they announced a moment ago that he had moved up to third. You would have thought they told everybody in the grandstand they just won a $10 million lottery. They head back to turn one. Three wide now for the number five position. On the bottom of the racetrack, it's Matt Kenseth. Kenny Wallace in the middle. Top side, Kevin Harvick. They're three by three by three. Nine cars under a blanket off the banking in turn two. They will stay stacked up that way onto the back straightaway. Watching that three wide formation fan out now with Kevin Harvick occupying the outside lane, leading that pack with Kenny Wallace leading the charge in the middle. And now down low, Matt Kenseth on the charge. He too will blow by Wallace. Matt Kenseth trying to shake Kenny Wallace, but Wallace is not willing to be shook. But that outside groove not really working to Wallace's advantage for the moment. Kurt Busch now is trying to take away that six spot from Wallace. Michael Waltrip still leads. Let's give a nod to Greg Biffle who rides in fourth. Front five cars, nose to tail, and it's stacked up double wide from there on back. Michael Waltrip leads the parade back to the start-finish line. Jimmy Johnson, Earnhardt Jr., Greg Biffle, Matt Kenseth, Kurt Busch, then it's nearly three wide from there on back. Kenny Wallace still fighting in that outside lane, trying to hold off the charge down low. Steve Park is downstairs, but he hasn't got the drafting help. Everybody goes high with Kenny Wallace right behind him, big brother Michael. Here they come onto the back straightaway now, watching Kenny Wallace leading the charge on the outside with drafting help from Mike Wallace, brother. Got Jeff Gordon also in the outside lane with Ward Burton. The driver really hung out to dry. Kevin Harvick, he's going to the back. He's losing spots each and every lap. It's three Fords chasing three Chevrolets in the top six spots. It looks, and Michael Waltrip still has the lead as Jimmy Johnson swings out wide in second. Dale Jr. right there in third. The fourth spot, Greg Biffle, Matt Kenseth, and Kurt Busch. 
Furious racing going on in the early stages here this afternoon. 22 laps on the board. They're about to put 23 as Michael Waltrip hangs on to the lead. Michael Waltrip, Matt Kenseth, Kurt Busch, now Greg Biffle. The top four as they race off the end of the back stretch. Side by side for that fourth position is Jimmy Johnson up high and Robbie Gordon are going at it wheel to wheel. Right behind Jimmy Johnson is Jeff Gordon trying to give his uh, employee there a push through turns three and four, but nothing doing. It's Earnhardt Jr. won the Bush race here at Tattledega yesterday, but same situation. He pulled out the pass several times, and nobody went with him. It's exactly what had happened here. He went from battling for the second spot all the way back to 12th, but now trying to regain some of that ground as he races up into turn one. Jimmy Johnson on the outside line with a rear view mirror full of Jeff Gordon. Also in tow, Ward Burton and Sterling Marlin. Johnson fighting on the outside, trying to make a move on Steve Hart. They're stacked up from the fifth position on back, side-by-side for fifth. That's where Jimmy Johnson is rallying his efforts in the outside side lane. Drafting help from Johnson from Jeff Gordon. Here comes Steve Park up the middle with Greg Biffle to the inside. Three wide for fourth. Still three wide for fourth. All the way around. Turns three and four. Biffle down low. Jimmy Johnson up high. Steve Park is the man in the middle. They maintain that three wide formation allowing the top three to break away just a little bit. Michael Walter, Matt Kenseth, and Kurt Cork. Greg Biffle's done a good job of hanging up there in that top five or six. Hasn't made any moves yet to get himself out of position and thus he's been able to stay right there with the front of the field. Jimmy Johnson now trying to scramble around the outside. He is three wide heading off into turn number one. Jimmy Johnson trapped up high, beginning to drift backward a bit. Sterling Marlin to the inside of him. Give a call to Greg Biffle. That car running in the top five right now despite the fact that the right side sheet metal is thoroughly caved in. Here's Greg Biffle. He's looking for room to race down to the inside. Started an inside run under Robbie Gordon. He decides now to get back in line. Here again, Steve Park makes a move to the outside. Cars dancing back and forth. Here's Matt Ketchup looking for the lead in three. Working up the banking in turns three and four. Still Michael Waltrip showing the way. Double wide now from the third spot on back. That is where Steve Park has climbed the banking. Working the outside lane. Trying to move upon traffic as they race back into the trioval. Park trying to get some drafting help in the outside lane. Ward Burton is there. Jimmy Johnson is there. Several others working with him. While down low it's Matt Kenseth. He's trying to pull up on the rear deck of Michael Waltrip. Kenseth down on the inside lane. Getting a challenge from Steve Park on the outside. Park has got ahead of momentum. He'll take second. He's not done yet. He'll go for the lead on the outside lane. Steve Park, Michael Waltrip, nose to nose, give it to Park. Side by side for the lead at Talladega, closing up on lap traffic. Here comes Dale Earnhardt Jr. rumbling out of the pocket. He's running in about the sixth position. He's making a move to the outside. Nothing doing. Michael Waltrip back to the bottom. He and Park side by side for the lead. Steve Park had the lead, but can he keep it? Here comes Michael Waltrip digging down to the bottom of the racetrack. There's still fender defender for the top spot coming off of turn four. Matt Kenseth and Ward Burton are right behind them. Harvick is part of this mix. So too is Jimmy Johnson. Everybody also keeping an eye on Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s car when he came through the trioval here a moment ago. It looked like there was some tape that they had taped up down to the left side of the front of the car that was kind of flapping in the breeze, but no big problem, I don't think. We go to pit road. That's exactly what it is, Barney, is some of that duct tape that they had taped around the left front of the machine where they had that little bit of damage to the left front of the valence. It's just kind of sitting there flapping, but since it is tape, it's not a problem for Dale Earnhardt Jr. They said he dropped back after he got dropped out of that front lead Packer when they went three wide. They said absolutely nothing is wrong with the car. Here's the way they're running. Steve Park has just taken the lead a moment ago. Ward Burton is now second. Sterling Marlin's up to third. Michael Waltrip was fourth. Jimmy Johnson fifth. Sixth was Jeff Gordon. Matt Kenseth was seventh. 
in eighth right now is Kurt Busch. Ricky Craven shows ninth, and Kevin Harvick is tenth. We're a little bit further back. Robbie Gordon is eleventh. Mike Wallace is twelfth. Earnhardt Jr. is thirteenth. Kenny Wallace is fourteenth, and Greg Biffle is fifteenth. Steve Park shows away, but they're stacked up from second on back, trying to close in. Sterling Marlins trying to get a draft going in the outside lane. Got help there from Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon. Down low, it's Ward Burton and Michael Waltrip helping Steve Park. Sterling Marlin, who's been running up on the outside just about all afternoon long, has finally got himself some help from Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon, and Ricky Craven. Here comes Marlin now. He wants a piece of the lead off the outside of turn two. Marlin swings wide off of turn two. He's got the drafting help. He's got the lead. Sterling Marlin to the top of the leaderboard. They'll race side-by-side for second. Jimmy Johnson to Steve Park. Johnson gets second. Here comes Jeff Gordon to race alongside Park for third. Well, Sterling Marlin leads the field into turns three and four. He got plenty of help from Jimmy Johnson. Now Johnson fights for that second spot. He's got it locked down as Steve Park and Jeff Gordon fight for third. They are side-by-side coming off the corner, headed back to the strike. That is the first time today we have seen that outside lane work and be able to get around the leader, but it did just a moment ago off turn number two as they come back down to the line. Sterling Marlin is the leader this time. Jimmy Johnson, who helped draft him up there. Now Jimmy has thoughts of maybe getting underneath him and taking the lead away in turn two. Jimmy Johnson dives to the inside at the entrance of turn number one, powers his way underneath Sterling Marlin. He'll take the lead. He'll take Jeff Gordon along with him to second. Gordon slides up the racetrack right in front of Sterling Marlin. So now the front three run single file. Johnson, Gordon, and Marlin. Marlin. Here's a driver stepping out in the outside lane trying to make a move. It's Kevin Harvick. Not going to work. He'll race alongside Steve Park for fourth. Top four cars are single file as Harvick looks up high now, draws up alongside Steve Park. But Jimmy Johnson is your leader. The question, will he move over for the boss, Jeff Gordon? So far, no deal. Jeff Gordon is in second, third is Sterling Marlin. They're side by side for fourth. At the Talladega Super Speedway, the caution flag is out for the second time this afternoon. Called for debris spotted about halfway down the back straightaway. No crash occurring this time, thank goodness. Just some debris on the racetrack. Allows everyone to kind of slow down and catch their breath here for a few moments. We've had a lot of action going on so far. Four lead changes among five drivers. Most recently, Jimmy Johnson is the race leader with Kevin Harvick second. Matt Kenseth third. Fourth is Mike Wallace and Dale Earnhardt Jr. back up to fifth. He's been at the front and the back about four or five times today already, Barney. Yeah, a couple. anytime he can get somebody to draft with him a little bit, he can move up and get right up to the front of the field. But when he loses that draft, he goes straight to the back. As the field gets ready to go back to green, they're working over in turns three and four right now here at Talladega this afternoon, getting ready to go back at it one more time. I tell you, the way they've shuffled this field back and forth of the racing, despite the fact that we have lost some 18 or 14 or 18 cars in and out of the garage, a few of those that suffered damage earlier have come back out. Mark Martin, the latest to bring his car back out onto the racetrack and make a lap or so. But despite the fact that we have lost uh, in approximately a third of the field, Joe, the racing is just as furious as ever here at Talladega. It's been very exciting, and of course, with that draft, it just adds a whole new dimension to NASCAR Winston Cup racing. As we talked before, one time they come by a guy's leading, next time he's in 30th, just a a little bit out of the draft, you'll lose dozens of positions, or sometimes that helps take you back to the front of the field. Let's see what happens this time. A single file restart, coming back through the trioval to the start-finish line. Jimmy Johnson in the low Chevrolet, bringing it up to speed, with Kenny Wallace right behind him. They climb the banking of turn one. Front three get away a bit from the fourth-place car of Sterling Marlin. Fifth belongs to Kevin Harvick, then Elliott Sadler in sixth, seventh to Jeremy Mayfield. They begin to come up to full cry now, down on the bottom of the banking as they head off turn two 
to the backstretch. Jimmy Johnson breaks the field onto the backstretch now. He looks back. He sees his mirror full of the Kenny Wallace car and others. Others stacking up behind, including Kurt Busch. Also the car, Sterling Marlin. Here's Kevin Harvick. He makes a move to the outside of Marlin, racing for the fourth position. They are wheel-to-wheel for that fourth spot, although Harvick goes maybe just a little bit too high. Does not lose too much ground to Sterling Marlin. Marlin trying to bring Elliott Sadler with him. Harvick on the outside with absolutely no drafting help coming off a of turn four. And Dale Jr. is going to have to hope that nothing happens in this segment here and hopefully it will stay green up until they go back to pit road one more time because he is out there all by himself save one car that is running along with him and the rest of the field is beginning to really wind it up as they head over toward turn two. Good side by side battle for the number five position. Elliot Sadler down on the inside of Kevin Harvick. Harvick again with minimal drafting help. That'll cost him the fifth spot maybe sixth as well because here comes Jeremy Mayfield. Side by side for six. Jeremy Mayfield opens the inside lane while Kevin Harvick drifts up hoping for drafting help. He gets none. So he'll go up one more lane and jump up in front of Michael Waltrip. He will continue to lose ground. It's only Harvick and Michael Waltrip using the outside lane. Meanwhile, behind them, they are three wide with Tony Raines down at the bottom, Ricky Craven at his right elbow, and Bill Elliott riding the rim around turns three and four. Elliott loses some ground as that battle falls apart. They are single file in the top five spots. Ahead of that battle, Joe Nemechek working the inside of the track. He and Kevin Harvick going at it for about the eighth position. The front seven cars are nose to tail. Back to the eighth place battle. Michael Waltrip there. And just behind them, Tony Raines and Ricky Craven pouring on the steam. Michael Waltrip dives to the inside on Kevin Harvick, who continues to struggle in that outside lane. Move Harvick back another spot as Michael Waltrip now picks up the draft from Tony Raines, but Craven is there to give a push to Harvick up high. Racing for the eighth spot, Michael Waltrip in the inside lane. Drafting help behind. He will get in the form of three, maybe even four cars. The first of those being Tony Raines. While Harvick gets drafting help from Craven and Jeff Gordon, Harvick now will grab the position. So Harvick has the eighth spot and pulling away from Michael Waltrip. Waltrip now will duel for the ninth position against Ricky Craven. They are wheel-to-wheel, fender-to-fender off the corner. Harvick now taking the line, trying to pick up the help from Ricky Craven. Single file racing back into the trial. Well, at least among the first eight or nine cars for the moment, all they want to do is get some daylight on the rest of the field as they chase Jimmy Johnson here back to the start-finish line. Kenny Wallace doing a great job up there. Kenny's been at the front of the field a couple of times. He's heading over to turn two. He continues to ride just a bumper's width back in the second spot. Third is Kurt Busch. Fourth to Sterling Marlin. Elliott Sadler and Jeremy Mayfield all single file. All these drivers are content to ride in single file formation. No one stepping out of line. Jimmy Johnson bringing the field onto the back straightaway. Looking for their back deeper in the pack. Tony Stewart making some moves. He is three wide with Robbie Gordon and Tony Raines off the end of the back stretch. They maintain that three wide formation around turns three and four. Haven't heard much from Tony Stewart this afternoon. Working to the outside of Robbie Gordon losing a spot. Gordon will try to make it two wide between himself and Raines. Here comes Jimmy Johnson bringing the field back into the trial. Well, if you're running or about uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. They stayed on pit road a little too long making repairs on the Budweiser Chevrolet. He's still on the lead lap back of the 24th position, but as the leaders climb the banking of turn one, Earnhardt Jr. and teammate Steve Park, who is a lap down, are just now entering the trioval. At the Talladega Super Speedway in Alabama today, the NASCAR Winston Cup Series running the Aaron's 499. And Jimmy Johnson is the race leader. Along with Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore. Winston Kelly, Adam Alexander, and Danielle Fry working the pit lane this afternoon. Out of the turns, Dave Moody, Mike Bagley, and Dan Hubbard. Seven lead changes among seven drivers, two caution flags. One of those, the big one that occurred on lap number five when 16 cars were taken out because of a crash up in turn number two. Right now, it is Jimmy Johnson leading. Kenny Wallace is second. 
second. Third is Kurt Busch. Fourth is Sterling Marlin. And fifth is Elliot Sadler. Rest of the front ten going to turn one is Joe Nemechek, Jeremy Mayfield, Kevin Harvick, Jeff Gordon, and Michael Waltrip. Once again, Kevin Harvick getting dropped. He's three wide to the outside. Can't find any draft, drafting help, and he gets shuffled back out of the top ten. In front of Harvick, they're side-by-side side for seventh. First driver out of line, up to the outside is Jeremy Mayfield. He is side-by-side side with Joe Nemechek off the end of the back straightaway. First time we've seen Mayfield run up high through turns three and four to the outside of Nemechek, gaining ground on him, trying to duel with Elliott Sadler for the fifth spot, but Mayfield not close enough, have to settle for seventh for the moment. They had settled down for just a moment among the front seven or eight, and all of a sudden now from fourth place on back, we look as they come into the trioval, and they are too deep, heading back into turn number one. Down to the bottom of the racetrack, Sterling Marlin trying to hang on to fourth place as they shuffle off to turn two. He gets a strong challenge in the high lane from Elliott Sadler. Sadler with drafting help from Jeremy Mayfield. Down low, it's Sterling Marlin. He's got a back bumper full of Joe Nemechek. Side by side, two wide off two. That is where the stacking up of traffic is occurring from fourth position on back. Elliot Sadler out of the line and in the outside lane, but he does have drafting help. Jeremy Mayfield there. He's down low. Sterling Marlin and Joe Nemechek, another stack up behind. They are still two by two by two from fourth on back. The top three are single file. Jimmy Johnson is the man out in front. Kenny Wallace is in second. They make their way off of turn four. Kurt Busch continues to ride in the third position. Elliot Sadler, the man on the move. He's working the outside lane, trying to get a draft started there to pull up and challenge those front two or three positions. Along with him, there is Bill Elliott. Actually, Elliott's not with him. He's taking his own lane, going even wider, making it three wide as they race to turn one. At lap 47, it's Jimmy Johnson leading Kenny Wallace, Kurt Busch, Sterling Marlin, and Jeremy Mayfield. At Talladega, another lead change. Jimmy Johnson to the top spot, and now Mayfield's trying to get it again on the back straightaway. They are side-by-side. Side. Jimmy Johnson drafting help from Michael Waltrip. Jeremy Mayfield drafting help from Jeff Gordon. There goes Johnson out in front to three. To our pole sitter, Jeremy Mayfield has fought his way back up to the front for, for the moment. He has not taken away that top spot. It still belongs to Jimmy Johnson by just by half a car length. As Mayfield works that outside groove, they're wheel-to-wheel headed back up the front straight. Winning the bud pole here this weekend was a big boost for Jeremy Mayfield and that team. They have struggled for the last year and a half, and he said, I think we finally found some things to help us win a race, and he's trying to prove it here this afternoon. The scramble at the bottom of the speedway in that inside line right now, Michael Waltrip looks like he's hunting someplace to go. Waltrip right up under the rear tail of uh, the Jimmy Johnson machine, pushes Johnson back to the point. Now Waltrip, with help from Ricky Craven, will go underneath Jeremy Mayfield. That's the battle for second. Uh, Jimmy Johnson's got about two, maybe three car lengths of breathing room. Johnson now will change lanes. He was down in front of Michael Waltrip. Now he jumps up in front of Mayfield, then jumps back to the bottom. Still side by side for second behind Johnson. They are side by side with Michael Waltrip down low. Jeremy Mayfield up high. The fight for fourth is right behind them between Jeff Gordon and Ricky Craven. Then they're also side by side. Make that Mike Wallace and Elliot Sadler as the field makes their way off turn four. Jeremy Mayfield trying to get it going on the outside lane once again with drafting help from Jimmy Johnson. He's hooked up on the outside lane with race leader down to the inside. That is uh, with Jimmy Johnson. Jeff Gordon's the other car that's hooked up with Mayfield. They are working the outside lane, challenging for the lead in turn one. Jeremy Mayfield with the push from Gordon. Powers back to the outside lane. He will regain the lead again in turn number two. Gordon, though, not able to stay with him. Drops back at Carling. He'll challenge Jimmy Johnson. 
They will race for the second position. Johnson leading the field down to the inside with Michael Waltrip behind him. Also Ricky Craven down low and the car of Elliott Sadler. While up top, Jeff Gordon's got company with Mike Wallace and others. Here goes Johnson again for the lead in three. Down to the bottom of the racetrack. Jimmy Johnson shoots ahead now by about half a car length down to the bottom of the racetrack. So Johnson reassumes the lead. Brings Michael Waltrip with him. Waltrip fighting with Jeremy Mayfield for second. It's absolutely amazing that a driver like Jimmy Johnson with no drafting experience to speak of compared to everybody else that he's up there racing with right now is working the draft here as well as anybody in the field who may have been coming here for the last five or ten years. He just seems to have a feel for this racetrack. He's heading over to turn two. Jimmy Johnson with the lead side by side. The battle behind him. Two abreast about eight rows back. Michael Waltrip to the inside on Jeremy Mayfield and Ricky Freeman and Jeff Gordon. They will stay side by side from second on back. Jimmy Johnson again down to the inside lane right in front of Michael Waltrip. Further back some cars beginning to jockey around. Three wide mid-pack. Elliott Sadler, Matt Kenseth and Ward Burton. They are very, very three wide there through turns three and four as Burton has to back off the throttle. Not entirely comfortable with that high groove. That gives Kurt Busch the advantage. It also gives Joe Nemechek a good look to his inside. So Ward Burton losing two positions through turns three and four. Matt Kenseth made a nice move coming up through the middle and it gained him some spots. Now he's trying to pick up even more as he looks to the inside for a chance to go underneath Michael Waltrip. And he gets drafting help from his teammate. Kurt Busch goes with him. It's three wide, battling for third in turn one. Ricky Craven in the middle of the mix. Kurt Busch on the bottom. Mike Wallace up high. Challenge for the lead. Jimmy Johnson back to the bottom of the racetrack. He fights off the challenge from Jeremy Mayfield off two. Now here they come onto the back straightaway. Michael Waltrip now will advance down to the inside lane. Waltrip grabbing second momentarily, but Mayfield regroups and tries to counterattack on the outside. Not going to work. Waltrip hangs on to second. Here goes Kenseth charging down low, trying to take third away. It is Ford versus Dodge for the third spot. Now you can throw the Chevy of Jeff Gordon in a three-car mix for third. Mayfield working that middle groove. Swings high to the outside, off of turn four, almost skirting the wall. Mayfield locks down second place. Heading back into the trioval, they'll put 55 laps on the scoreboard. Jeremy Mayfield, Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon, Michael Waltrip, and Matt Kenseth really scrambling at the front of the field right now. Jeff Gordon has just taken over second place. This is the second time today, Dave Moody. I've seen that outside line work. It's working well for Jeff Gordon and Ricky Craven right now, Barney, as they power around the outside of Jimmy Johnson. They've got Greg Biffle in tow along with Kevin Harvick to the back trip. Side by side for fourth. Jimmy Johnson lost some ground down to the inside lane. Greg Biffle trying to catch some momentum. He'll get some on the back stretch. He'll get drafting help from Kevin Harvick. Biffle, that is, gets that boost. But here's Johnson. He will blow past Biffle to take fourth. Bit of a three-car breakaway up at the front with Jeremy Mayfield showing the way. Jeff Gordon in second. Ricky Craven in third. Jimmy Johnson fourth. First side-by-side battle is for that fifth position with Michael Waltrip down low. Joe Nemechek high. Make that Greg Biffle. They're on the way to the Jeremy Mayfield shows the way, coming down to complete lap 56 of 188 that make up the total distance today. Let's take a moment and update where the Coca-Cola racing family of drivers are currently running. Michael Waltrip is in the fifth position. Kevin Harvick is eighth. Seventeenth is Kurt Busch. Dale Jarrett's in eighteenth. Tony Stewart is nineteenth. Bill Elliott is twenty-first. Kyle Petty is twenty-second. Other Coca-Cola family racing drivers, John Andretti, he's running twenty-fourth. Jeff Burton is thirty-six. And Ricky Rudd now shown in the thirty-eighth position. Coca-Cola, the official soft drink of NASCAR fans. Field heads over to turn three. 
Coming into turn three, it is still Mayfield in that top spot with Gordon and Craven in hot pursuit. That battle for fifth is still between Biffle and Michael Waltrip, with Waltrip having just a slight advantage as they come off the corner and make their way back to the strike. Biffle's doing a very good job, a rookie driver, and again, he got some damage from that crash early on this afternoon, but still, he's running up there with the lead draft, shown now in the sixth position. Let's follow him again as he takes some drafting help. Kevin Harvick pulls in behind him. Sterling Marlin there as well, working the outside lane as they go to one. Harvick Pulling up on the back bumper. Gives Biffle a kick in the pants in the outside lane, but it's not going to be enough as Michael Waltrip has got some help downstairs from Matt Kenseth. They race two abreast off turn number two. And they will race that two abreast formation for the fifth spot on back. Biffle now in the outside lane. Here we go. Challenge for the lead in front of Biffle. Here's Jeff Gordon with drafting help. Changes lanes to the outside. Jeff Gordon, Craven, and Johnson in the outside lane. Gordon now to the lead in three. Gordon does take over the lead in turn three. Behind him, Mayfield and Craven struggle for that second spot. Jimmy Johnson with the best seat in the house. Crowd comes to their feet for Jeff Gordon as he leads the field off turn four. They'll put 58 laps on the scoreboard when they cross the line this time. Jeremy Mayfield had the lead a moment ago when they crossed the start finish line. They're up in turns three and four right now, heading back into the dog leg, and it still looks like he's hanging on to it. Jimmy Johnson, Michael Walter, Ricky Craven, and Jeff Gordon have been players at the front of the field. Now that big line gets back in single file and heads off into turn number one. They're still chasing Jeremy Mayfield. They'll go down to the inside to move underneath the slope lower lap car of Jerry Nadeau. It's Mayfield, Jimmy Johnson, Michael Waltrip, Ricky Craven, and Jeff Gordon, the top five. Six belongs to Greg Biffle. Back comes the seventh and Elliott Sadler. Now the eighth, uh, the top eight cars come onto the backstretch looking to cool their jets just a tad after shuffling up for the lead the last few times by. Again, Mayfield, Johnson, and Waltrip single file there. The top three in turn three. Matter of fact, the top eight cars are single file through turn three and four with Mayfield still showing the way. Good side-by-side battle for position. That is with Ward Burton. Joe Nemechek is right there. So too is Robbie Gordon as they come off the turn four. Mike Wallace is part of that Pretty settled down for the time being, at least among the front uh, seven or eight cars. Some good uh, double-wide racing going on from about ninth spot on back. But as it stands out, Jeremy Mayfield continues to hold the top spot. We've seen 11 lead changes today among eight different drivers. Two caution flags. The first one taken out about 14 cars. Some of those have been able to come back in the last uh, several laps, but a number of laps down just racing for those Winston Cup points. The other caution came out on lap 35 for Debris on the back straightaway. We're showing now 24 cars on the lead lap. Jeremy Mayfield at the head of the leaderboard with Jimmy Johnson second, Michael Waltrip third, Ricky Craven fourth, Jeff Gordon is in fifth, rookie Greg Biffle's running in the sixth spot with damage from that crash. Seventh is Matt Kenseth, Elliott Sadler is eighth, ninth is Ward Burton, and tenth is Mike Wallace as the caution flag is coming out for debris. Here comes a field down to the line. Green flag goes in the air, and Jimmy Johnson comes up through the gearbox, ready to haul it off into turn number one. It'll be the single-file restart. Remember now, it takes about a full lap to get these restrictor plate engines all wound out, so likely we're not going to see a whole lot of passing, at least for two-thirds of a lap as they go to turn two. Everybody stays single-file down on the bottom of the racetrack between turns one and two. Jimmy Johnson shows the way in the low Chevrolet in the second spot, Michael Walters and Jeff Gordon. Field slowly winding up off turn two and onto the back straightaway. Jimmy Johnson was down at the bottom. He will jump up one groove. Everyone in his tire tracks. Here comes Matt Kenseth. He breaks out of the draft. He's going after Jeff Gordon in position number three. So Kenseth was the first one to make a move. He jumps from fourth to third, shuffling Jeff Gordon out of line. Gordon works that high side, not getting much help. Jeremy Mayfield trying to give it to him. Top four cars break away with Jimmy Johnson showing the way. It's two against five. The two cars to the outside lane being Jeff Gordon and Jeremy Mayfield 
try to get something going with that uh, front draft of five machines. They could not, so they ducked back in line, single file behind them. Still at the head of the pack, Jimmy Johnson. Now it's Matt Kenseth back in third, looking for a way to get by. Fourth spot belongs to Elliott Sadler. Ricky Craven shows in fifth. Sixth to Jeff Gordon. Then a couple of car lengths back to Jeremy Mayfield and Greg Biffle. One more time, single file off two. Keep an eye on Matt Kenseth. He comes off turn two, made that move off the end of the backstretch last time by to bypass Jeff Gordon. So far, Kenseth rides in third, does not get out of line. He's got Elliott Sadler, Ricky Craven, and Jeff Gordon falling in behind him. Matt Kenseth tries to pressure Michael Waltrip in that second spot, but nothing doing. Waltrip is very solid down at the bottom of the racetrack. Waltrip having problems of his own trying to get around the leader, Jimmy Johnson, but for the moment, nothing doing. Top six spots are no surprise. Pretty calm racing for the moment. Single file up among the front eight or ten cars as they come back down to the start-finish line to put lap 69 on the scoreboard. If you're wondering and maybe just tuned in to broadcast why we're not talking about maybe one of your favorite drivers to be running up in that lead pack, we had an accident at lap 5 early this afternoon that took out the cars of Dave Blaney, Jamie McMurray, Todd Bodine, Mark Martin, Jerry Nadeau, Bobby Labonte, Rusty Wallace, and Mike Skinner, along with Jeff Green, Jimmy Spencer, Ryan Newman, Casey Mears, Jeff Burton, Johnny Benson, Ricky Rudd, Hermie Sadler, Jack Sprague, and Ken Schrader. They all had problems in that first pileup over there between turns one and two. So most of those cars certainly not in contention to win or even finish in the top 15 or 20 this afternoon. A lot of them have worked on in the garage, have come back onto the racetrack. But for the most part, that's why we are not talking about probably some of your favorite drivers up in that lead pack. The lead pack consists of Jimmy Johnson, Michael Waltrip, Matt Kenseth, Elliot Sadler, and Ricky Craven, along with Jeff Gordon, Jeremy Mayfield, Greg Biffle, Mike Wallace, and Robbie Gordon. They storm through the trioval, cross the start-finish line. Just about all of them single file until you get back to around the eighth or tenth position. That's where you've got some side-by-side racing in turn one. Three-by-three racing for the moment. Kenny Wallace on the bottom of the racetrack. Mike Wallace in the middle. Bill Elliott topside. Mike Wallace goes right up the gun and he'll take the lead. 12th, 13th, and 14th all side by side. Three wide onto the back straightaway, and lap traffic is a factor. They have to go around the limping car of Mike Skinner that will thin the pack out. Bill Elliott will grab that spot as others shuffle around the lap car. As they hit turn three, they break that three wide formation, and Bill Elliott does break himself free from that. Tony Raines about two car lengths off his rear bumper. All of this action going on behind the leader, Jimmy Johnson. They work back into the trioval, head down to the start-finish line one more time, back at about eighth position, the only car that is out of line as they come down to the start-finish line. Now that changes as Ricky Craven drops out, puts a challenge on, trying to take fourth place away as they roll into turn one. Craven on the outside lane. He's got a full head of steam, but he's got no help whatsoever. Elliott Sadler holds him off. That'll allow Jeff Gordon to move underneath. That's for the fifth position. Greg Biffle under Craven for six. Now Robbie Gordon. Ricky Craven is in dire need of some drafting help. Problem is, he can't find it. He can't even buy it now as Gordon goes by. Biffle goes by. J- uh, Robbie Gordon is there. Also, Kevin Harvick all making the move, storming past Ricky Craven off the end of the back stretch. Craven is just trying to find a place to slot back into line and nobody's letting him in. Terry Labonte gets by. Tony Range is not going to be generous as well. So Craven losing, losing seven to eight positions just on this one lap. Today's race, the Aaron's 499. Yesterday here at Talladega Super Speedway, the Aaron's 312. Aaron's sponsoring the entire weekend here at the Talladega Super Speedway. 75 of 188 complete, and it's still on up in turn one. They're shucking and jiving in turn one, Joe. The battle is for the seventh spot now. Kevin Harvick shoves Greg Biffle to the middle lane, drives underneath him. Biffle slides down in front of Terry Lamont.
body. And in front of those drivers, they're side-by-side for fifth. That's where Jeff Gordon is under attack. Got Jeremy Mayfield stacked up up top. Mayfield with drafting help from Ward Burton. Gordon gets it from Harvick. They race side-by-side to three. Mayfield to the outside of Jeff Gordon for that fifth spot, but he's not getting much help from Ward Burton. So now Gordon will take away fifth. Mayfield tries to hang on to sixth. Nope, now Kevin Harvick has it. Here's Gordon stepping on the line, trying to work to the outside of Elliott Sadler. Really hard to tell who's got a superior car at this stage of the race because at a given time, you can be running eighth when you come by here and be leading next lap around. You can be the leader and you can go all the way back to 15th and still come back to the front. For the moment, Jimmy Johnson is holding everyone off as he goes over to turn two. And the three-wide battle now is for the number three position. Elliot Sadler on the bottom. In the middle, it's Matt Kenseth. Jeff Gordon topside. He takes the number three position away as they drop the double file. Now they go three wide from fourth on back. Here's Michael Waltrip in front of that changing lanes, diving down to the bottom. He gets in line behind Jimmy Johnson. Behind Gordon is Kenseth. Although now they go double wide. Here's Elliot Sadler on the charge down low. They are stacked up from fourth on back. The top three cars are single file. Jimmy Johnson, Michael Waltrip, and Jeff Gordon. Here's that battle for fourth. Elliot Sadler and Matt Kenseth right behind him. Ward Burton and Kevin Harvick, two by two by two from fourth on back. Kenseth hoping for help, getting some drafting push from behind by Ward Burton while that inside lane continues to move forward with Jimmy Johnson at the head of the pack. Now finally, drafting help starts helping Matt Kenseth. They begin to move ahead in turn one. Kenseth gets a push from Ward Burton, Sterling Marlin, Kenny Wallace, and Ricky Craven on the outside lane. Kenseth now will challenge Jeff Gordon on the outside. That's the battle for third off the banking. Off turn two, Matt Kenseth in the outside lane. has got a whole slew of cars stacked up behind him, and Kenseth is on the charge. He races alongside Michael Waltrip, racing for second. Waltrip grabs the spot, but Kenseth is still there, alongside of Gordon for third. Matt Kenseth decides it's time to take a good look at the front, working that middle groove to the outside of Jeff Gordon. We'll see if he can keep up the momentum coming off the corner. All of this going on behind Jimmy Johnson and Michael Waltrip. Here comes Kenseth to the outside of turn four, right alongside Jeff Gordon. Here comes the field down to the start-finish line, and Matt Kenseth's got himself a run going off turn number two a moment ago and has taken the lead away and he brings Ward Burton with him and Sterling Marlin and Kenny Wallace and Greg Biffle. Jimmy Johnson slides all the way back to sixth as they go over to turn two. And that outside line continuing to advance Barney. Here comes Biffle now. He'll challenge Jimmy Johnson on the outside for fifth place. They'll stay side by side on turn, off turn two and onto the back straightaway. Ford and Chevy door to door both having drafting help. The Chevy of Johnson now with Michael Waltram and Jeff Gordon behind the Ford of Greg Biffle with Joe Nemo Check and Mike Wallace still side by side. That would be the fight for fifth with Biffle on the outside, Jimmy Johnson on the inside, and Biffle doing all this with right side body damage as a result of that accident on lap five. Greg Biffle giving it a good run here this afternoon at Talladega. Kenseth shows the way though with Ward Burton sitting right in behind him. They come back to the line to complete. Oh, trouble up in turn can. three. Michael Walter gets turned around, makes contact with Bill Elliott, slides up and slams into the outside wall. A crash that started off the end of the back straightaway. Caution is on the speedway for a problem that happened up in the middle of turn three and four. Let's go back to turn three. Well, Barney, it started off the end of the back straightaway when Michael Waltrip started a uh, run in the middle. Jeff Gordon dove down to the bottom. Waltrip tried to block him, but Gordon was there. Waltrip slid up the racetrack, made contact with another car. His car turned sideways, and then the crash was on. Only two cars collected in this accident off the end of the back straightaway. Michael Walter running eighth at the time of the incident occurring over in turn number three at a very strong car as you would expect coming here to the Talladega Super Speedway. 
field coming down to the start finish line they're looking for the green flag it waves and we'll go back to green flag racing with jimmy johnson as the leader as they wind out the restrictor plate engines a couple of cars down to the inside of the leader right now mark martin with the damage machine there a couple of other machines that are many many laps down as jimmy johnson pulls joe Nemechek, ward burton sterling marlin and jeff gordon over to turn two jimmy johnson having a little bit of trouble getting up to speed and dealing with the lap car of mark martin they continue to run two abreast side by side as they exit the banking of turn two and head for the back straight are forced to use the outside lane because the cars a lap or more down occupy the lane down low. That being led by Mark Martin down to the inside while Jimmy Johnson still struggling to pass Martin's lap car stays side by side with Martin off the end of the back stretch. Still getting it cranked up to top speed in turns three and four. Jimmy Johnson has yet to clear the lap machine of Mark Martin, which is a beaten and battered Ford, but Martin so far running on a pace with Jimmy Johnson as the field makes their way off turn four. That is amazing. Mark Martin's car is some 30 laps down. Kurt Busch has some damage to the right front. Robbie Gordon takes to the pit road to avoid Kurt Busch as Kurt Busch goes through pit road at speed. Caution flag waves once again this afternoon. Just getting back underway with the green flag and trouble coming off turn four. Back to Dan Hubbard. This happened from behind the 15th position as they came off of turn four. Several cars fanned out to about five wide using all of the racetrack due to a problem with the right front suspension of the Kurt Busch car. Not clear whether he made contact with the wall or not, but everybody scattered. Several cars taking to pit road to avoid Kurt Busch, but again, he's got severe damage to the right front suspension. And whatever the problem was there, it has put under the yellow flag for the fifth time this afternoon. It comes out at lap 90 here at Talladega. Looking for the green flag. It is in the air, and they come roaring up through those restrictor plate engines to get them up to full power as they head off to turn number one. Joe Nemechek hangs with the leader. Jimmy Johnson as they head off to turns one and two. Jimmy Johnson, not so much trouble with the lap car of Mark Martin this time. He breaks it around the outside into the open air. Now it'll be Joe Nemechek who has to battle Martin. Martin down on the bottom of the racetrack. Nemechek up high, has some drafting help from Steve Park off turn two. The leaders come off turn two again in the outside lane. This time, Mark Martin not as successful in staying with the race leader. Jimmy Johnson will clear the lap traffic. Joe Nemechek does the same. Then you have the lap car of Steve Park. Then Ward Burton as they race off the end of the back stretch. Leaders make their way into turn three. It's still Jimmy Johnson, the man at the point. Here's the fight for second. Steve Park takes his Chevy down to the bottom of the racetrack to the inside of Joe Nemechek. Steve Park now will occupy second place. Joe Nemechek in third, feeling the pressure from Ward Burton. Charging back into the trioval with Jimmy Johnson showing the way. Joe Nemechek riding along in the second spot. The lap car of Steve Park occupying the inside lane. Everyone scrambling to the outside. Here's Sterling Marlin. He goes wide after the third spot now held by Ward Burton. Swings around the outside of the Ward Burton machine. He will move up to the number three position. He'll take Matt Kenseth along with him. Here comes Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Dale Jarrett to the outside. Challenges for the second position. Sterling Marlin goes up the racetrack, leaves Joe Nemechek down low with no one to draft with. So now Marlin will go to second spot. Here they are side by side for third. Matt Kenseth alongside Joe Nemechek and Dale Earnhardt Jr. is back in the fray. Jr. is pushing Matt Kenseth for that third spot, literally putting the cross horn to him through turns three and four. Briefly looks down low. Kenseth blocks that move. In fact, Kenseth now draws up alongside Sterling Marlin for second. Dale Jr. has said, don't write me off exactly yet, even though I've had a damaged race car and had to play catch-up most of the day. Here they come down to the line. Jimmy Johnson hangs on to the lead. Dale Jr. is boxed in back there in fifth place, trying to find somewhere to go. 
Side by side, the battle for the number three position. Matt Kenseth on the bottom. He's got help from Dale Earnhardt Jr. He'll take third. He'll take second. He'll go for the lead now. Kenseth to the bottom on Jimmy Johnson. Matt Kenseth and Roush Racing making some moves down low, trying to take the lead on the back straightaway. Dale Earnhardt Jr. falling in behind, now changing lanes all the way down to the inside of the racetrack. Jr. now three wide with Kevin Harvick and Dale Jarrett for about the seventh spot. A Chevy, a Ford, and two Dodges occupy the top four spots as Ward Burton had thoughts of making it three wide through turns three and four, trying to split the difference between Jimmy Johnson and Matt Kenseth. Field fans out as they come off the corner. It's Kenseth and Johnson fighting for the lead. Whole field is stacked up, double wide and three wide as they race back through the trioval up front. Jimmy Johnson sees the challenge from Matt Kenseth go away momentarily. Now it is Ward Burton pulling up to the outside of Kenseth. Earnhardt Jr. sits right in behind on the inside lane. Back and forth they go. The battle now is for second. Kenseth on the inside. Burton on the outside. Kevin Harvick says the third lane looks fine. He'll go three wide to the outside. They are three wide for the third spot. Dale Earnhardt Jr. all the way down to the inside of the racetrack. He's got drafting help from the leaders in front of him. Now Kevin Harvick changes lanes. Harvick now goes to second, looking for the lead. Instead, he'll race alongside Matt Kenseth for the runner-up spot. Kevin Harvick continues to try to wrestle away the second spot from Kenseth. For the moment, Kenseth says just not yet. Fighting Harvick wheel-to-wheel behind the leader, Jimmy Johnson. Ward Burton dueling with Dale Jr. for that fourth spot as the field makes the way back up Kenseth had been trying to hang on to the bumper of Jimmy Johnson not to lose that draft. He's gotten shaken back just a little bit right now, and he has got his hands full not only from behind, but also from the outside. Dale Jr. is pushing him off into turn number one as they head over to turn two. Dale Earnhardt Jr. now feeling a challenge of his own. Kevin Harvick pulls to the outside of him. That's the battle for third and fourth. Then they're three wide behind them. Steve Park on the bottom. Side by side for third, Dale Earnhardt Jr. occupying the inside lane all the way down to the inside of the racetrack. Now slides up, trying to elbow Harvick up the racetrack. Steve Park gives Dale Earnhardt Jr. a punch in the caboose. Earnhardt to third and three. Earnhardt locks down the third spot. Harvick is now in fourth. They're fighting side by side for fifth. Ward Burton and Steve Park wheel to wheel off the corner. Here comes Kevin Harvick back to the outside of Dale Jr. trying to take away the third position. Steve Park went below the yellow line last time going into turn one. He's been called to pit road although he's not on the lead lap. Field comes charging back to the line. It's Jimmy Johnson showing the way. Matt Kenseth knocking on his bumper as they race into turn one. The battle now for third. Dale Earnhardt Jr. on the bottom of the racetrack. Kevin Harvick a half a lane further up. Then the lap car of Steve Park along with Ward Burton and Jeff Gordon side by side. Jr. and Harvick. That is where traffic stacks up. Earnhardt moves him up the racetrack. They almost make contact now as Earnhardt forcing Harvick up the racetrack on the back straightaway. Harvick now gets drafting help from Ward Burton. Here goes Harvick, side by side with Matt Kenseth for second. All this action is from second on back. Harvick making a move down to the inside of Jimmy Johnson and they will be three wide for the top spot coming off of turn four at Talladega. Kenseth has the lead momentarily. Harvick goes to second. Jimmy Johnson in third. They're three wide into the trial. Racing like this is the last lap of the Aaron's 499 here at Talladega this afternoon as they come back down to the start finish line. Kevin Harvick has grabbed the lead barely as they go to one. He's got drafting help on the outside line from Ward Burton and Greg Biffle down low. It's Matt Kenseth with Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Joe Nemechek. Outside line has the momentum. Harvick has the lead. Harvick now will advance to the top spot while Matt Kenseth 
tries to regroup, trying to get some drafting help, trying to get back to the front. Here he comes, rallying down low, racing alongside Ward Burton, side by side from second on back. Kevin Harvick pours into turn three, trying to give himself a little bit of breathing room, but it's not working. Kenseth clambers up on the rear bumper of Harvick. Kenseth also battling with Ward Burton side by side. They are stacked up too wide from second on back. Racing off turn four, back to the start finish line with Matt Kenseth trying to get back up and retake the top spot, which Kevin Harvick picked up on that last lap. Still battling from second on back. Earnhardt Jr. just bumps Matt Kenseth. He's back in the fourth spot trying to make some room. Dale Earnhardt Jr. with a front bumper and nose assembly that's about 75% duct tape. It doesn't appear to bother him much as long as he can stay tucked into the draft. They're side by side for the lead. Harvick downstairs. Ward Burton changes lanes. He goes to the top of the racetrack. He looks behind him, sees Greg Biffle with drafting help. Harvick darts to the bottom. Dale Earnhardt Jr. makes a move in the middle. He's three wide with Matt Kenseth and Kenny Wallace for about the fifth spot. Field makes their way into turn three with Ward Burton this time, the leader, while Greg Biffle continues to battle for Kevin Harvick with second. Mike Wallace was right there in the fourth position. They're three wide from fifth on back. Dale Jr., Matt Kenseth. There's the outside is Kenny Wallace. They're still three wide. I just wonder how much longer they can keep racing this way. Two wide and three wide all the way around this racetrack. These guys have got more moves than James Brown right now as they cross the line and head back into turn number one, chasing Ward Burton. At the front of the pack, it's Ward Burton, but perhaps not for long. Here comes Kevin Harvick, pulls out of the draft, goes to the outside. He will challenge for the lead midway on the banking. It's Harvick up high. He regains the lead around the outside of the line. Bush now making way for the leaders, diving for the bottom, letting the leaders have the majority of the racetrack. Still side-by-side side for the lead. Harvick up top, Ward Burton down low. Dale Earnhardt Jr. gives the boost to Burton, and Burton gets the lead in three. Burton has the lead, but this time it's Dale Jr. threatening to take it away. Kevin Harvick rides in the third spot, feeling a challenge from Joe Nemechek this time, and Jimmy Johnson gets back in the mix. Crowd trying to cheer Jr. to the front, but he's going to have to get around Ward Burton first. Jr. falls in line behind Ward Burton, peeks for a moment to the outside for a chance to go by, thinks better of it. Now Burton goes to the outside. Here's Junior diving down low. Challenge for the lead is on in turn one. Dale Earnhardt Jr. to the bottom of the racetrack, blows Burton away. Junior to the point of the Budweiser Chevrolet. He's got Kevin Harvick for company. Harvick to the bottom, goes to the number two spot. Joni Macek third, one car smoking off the back. He gets Mike Wallace. Dale Earnhardt Jr. to the lead on the back straightaway, has drafting help from Kevin Harvick. That Traffic stacks up down to the inside of the racetrack. Side-by-side for third, Joe Nemechek and Ward Burton door-to-door. Now we'll see how strong the Budweiser Chevrolet is as Dale Earnhardt Jr. leads the field in turn three and four. Kevin Harvick only half a car length off his rear deck lid. The fight is on for third between Joe Nemechek and Ward Burton. As you can hear the cheers for Dale Jr. moving through the trial. For the first time this afternoon, Dale Earnhardt Jr. has taken the lead here at Talladega, and it looks like he intends to hang on to it if he can, although the pressure is still there right behind. Kevin Harvick, Ward Burton split out. Harvick they... goes to the bottom of the racetrack. Ward Burton goes high. Here's Harvick. He drives it underneath. Taylor and Hart Jr. They are nose to nose for the lead now. The two wide Chevrolet battle. Harvick and Earnhardt off two. Side by side for the lead at Talladega. The race fans going ballistic in the infield. Earnhardt Jr. with a fender out in front. Harvick with limited drafting help. Here chugging up the inside lane comes Jeff Gordon. He'll blow past Gordon. Nemechek and Wallace. Now Gordon's in the mix. Every single driver earning every single position this afternoon at Talladega. Dale Jr. opens up just a little bit of breathing room between himself and the second place man of Ward Burton. Kevin Harvick charges down to the bottom of the racetrack for the third spot. He's side by side with Greg Biffle. That's the battle for the third spot now. Kevin Harvick
Harvick falling back there, catching up with the car of Greg Biffle. They race side by side. Junior and Ward Burton trying to pull away. Back to the third place battle. Biffle gets a good run across the start finish line. Gets a nose out in front in that battle in turn one. He's got drafting help in the outside lane from Kenny Wallace down low. It's Harvick with some help from Jeff Gordon. They're three wide behind them. Jimmy Johnson, Joe Nemechek, and Robbie Gordon. Stay side by side from third on back. Kevin Harvick occupying the inside lane down low. He now darts for the bottom trying to get a round off Greg Biffle. Biffle is in third, not for long. Here goes Harvick charging down to the inside in three. Keeping an eye on that battle for the third spot. Harvick has it, but only by half a car length. He's not allowed to slide out wide as Greg Biffle is right there. They're still wheel to wheel. They're going to encounter lap traffic here in just a moment, but your leader is still Dale Earnhardt Jr. And still showing 20 cars on the lead lap. Jeremy Mayfield would be the last of those as they come down to the start-finish line and head back off into turn number one. A little breakaway at the front of the field for the moment for Dale Earnhardt Jr. by about a full car length. That's the biggest lead we've seen all day as he takes them back to turn two. Any lead at all is a big lead right now as they have been shuffling the deck just about every time around. They'll swing wide around the lap car of Mike Skinner, also the lap car of Michael Walter. Side by side for second while Dale Earnhardt Jr. has some clear racetrack in front of him. It's knotted up behind him. Harvick and Ward Burton side by side. Behind them, Jeff Gordon and Greg Biffle side by side, racing from second on back. They are stacked up too wide from second on back. Here's Jr. washing up a little bit high through the 33-degree banking. Ward Burton was able to close the gap there, but not close enough to pull off a pass. Harvick down to Burton's left elbow. They're still wheel-to-wheel for second. Earnhardt Jr. brings it back to the line. He has about a two-car length lead over the second-place battle for the second spot and on back through the field. Everybody practically stacked up double wide. Ward Burton, Kevin Harvick, those are the two battling for second. Down low, it's Harvick by half a car length, but Ward Burton keeps it wound up tight in that outside lane. Second row back, it's Jeff Gordon on the inside. Greg Biffle on the outside. Nobody gets the advantage. Kevin Harvick taking a different approach off turn two. Started to run down to the inside of the racetrack. Now slides up against Ward Burton, trying to narrow that gap between them. They still race side by side. Tate flapping in the breeze on Greg Biffle's car. He is at speed and in the draft and in the fifth spot. The bottleneck is behind Dale Jr., and that suits him just fine as they continue to struggle for second, third, and fourth. Ward Burton shoots up the racetrack. Just broke out of line. Almost came to within one yard of the wall of the outside of turn four. Tell you what, Ward's been driving a cool race here this afternoon. He's proven having won the Daytona 500 a couple of years ago. He's still in contention to do it again here at Talladega, although he has slid back to fourth place. The leader is Dale Earnhardt Jr. with 77 laps to go. New sheriff in town right now as Jeff Gordon has just taken the lead a couple of laps ago as he leads him over to turn three. Jeff Gordon has got a few fans of his own as the grandstands came to life. He worked to the inside of Dale Earnhardt Jr. And Gordon now leads bringing Greg Biffle with him in that second spot. Again, lots of body damage on that Biffle machine, but so far he rides in the second spot. Here comes the lead pack, working up off turn number four, back to the start-finish line. Great racing going on from about fifth on back. That's where they're stacked up three wide. They are three deep and have been all the way through the field for the last couple of laps around as they swing across the line and head back into turn number one. Ricky Craven, Kenny Wallace, Robbie Gordon, Joe Nemechek, Tony Raines, and Kevin Harvick, all three deep back there. Three wide battles. Sugar's down to two wide for the moment, Barney, as Craven and Matt Kenseth put the squeeze on the middle man. Greg up front, now here's Dale Earnhardt Jr. Swept around Jeff Gordon a lap ago. He is back at the top of the leaderboard. Gordon riding in second. Ward Burton in third. Jimmy Johnson fourth. Matt Kenseth throws the top five off the end of the back stretch. They are nose to tail the top five. Matt Kenseth 
putting on a bold move to the outside on the last lap. That earned him the fifth position. Behind him is Greg Biffle. He's feeling the heat from Ricky Craven. They are three wide from eighth on back. It's this settled down among the front seven anyway. They're back in the single file, but the good racing is going on a little further back in the pack. I tell you, I'm really, really surprised that they're racing this hard with still this much distance to go, Joe. With 69 laps remaining, however, for the last 25 laps, they've been running anywhere from two wide to three wide all the way back through the field like it's the last lap as they swing back over to turns one and two. It doesn't change a whole lot. No, there's still three wide back around 12th place, Barney. That's where Sterling Marlin has the bottom line. Kenny Wallace in the middle. Dale Jarrett up high. They remain three wide onto the back stretch. Now thin out to double wide formation as Dale Jarrett slides up in line behind the lap car of Steve Park and in front of Kenny Wallace. Now Wallace races side by side. He's got Sterling Marlin to his inside. They are still wheel to wheel with Kenny Wallace working that middle group. Sterling Marlin down to the bottom of the racetrack. Robbie Gordon is also part of this party. Here comes Bill Elliott as well. All this action going on behind the leader, Dale Earnhardt Jr. The lead draft of about nine cars stays on the track. Some other machines have come down the pit lane to make stops at lap 122. Adam Alexander? Yeah, the most recent on pit road, lap 184. and that, or Excuse me, at lap uh, 124, I believe it was, for Joe Nemechek. He comes down, gets right side tires and fuel. The last time he had come down pit road was lap 84. So uh, Joe able to get right side tires here and fuel at lap 122. One of the other guys in on pit lane was Bill Elliott, and there were a couple of cars on further up on pit road in front of Winston Kelly. Sterling Marlin was one of those on lap 122. He got tires in 76 racing fuel. A couple of laps later, it was Tony Raines on pit, board, on pit road. The pit board's now starting to go out for Jimmy Johnson, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and we expect when Jimmy Johnson comes down pit road, so too his teammate Jeff Gordon. How about in front of you, Danielle Fry? Well, it's been kind of quiet down here. The only people in so far is uh, Dave Blaney and Mike Skinner. They've been in for service, but the pit board signs are out, so we can expect these guys to come in any lap. The lead pack goes over to turn number three, and they're about to catch some of the lap cars out there as they head up for four. They are working down to the bottom of the racetrack as Tony Stewart, Bobby Labonte, and Jeff Burton all go up high, giving the leaders plenty of racing room. We'll see if they turn on the brakes. And yes, Jeff Gordon puts on the binder. So too does Dale Jr. Looks like the leaders are headed for the pit. All coming down the pit road to make a stop at 126. Lap 126 for these stops. The lead draft of about seven machines. Maybe uh, eight uh, total coming in to make their stops now. First to Daniel Fry. Well, Greg Biffle brings his Ford into the pits. The, the, the crew goes to work on the right side. Two cans of fuel going in. Also in Elliott Sadler. Steve Park. Ward Burton takes on tires. Also Dale Jarrett and Kenny Wallace. Jeff Gordon on pit road. Just behind him, Robbie Gordon. It was right side tires for Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jeff Gordon's going to get out. They're going to drag race down pit road. Earnhardt Jr. wins it. Then it's Jimmy Johnson. He's followed out by a host of cars, including that of Ricky Craven on this end of pit road. And Robbie Gordon. There were a ton of them in front of Adam, Adam Alexander as well. Everybody here getting right side tires and fuel. Winston Kevin Harvick was in in the GM Goodwrench Chevrolet. Terry Labonte brought his Chevrolet to pit road. Also on the pit lane was Matt Kinn at these guys getting right side tires and fuel at lap 126. Here's a battle for the lead in turn two. Dale Earnhardt Jr. on the bottom has been run down and overhauled. Jeff Gordon at the head of the pack surges around the outside. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has no drafting help. Jeff Gordon goes to the lead. Jimmy Johnson to second. Ward Burton to third. Kevin Harvick to fourth. Now side by side for fifth in turn three. Top four cars are single file. It'll be Dale Jr. down at the inside of Terry Labonte bringing Matt Kenseth with him. So the free fall stops for the moment for Dale Jr. Now he gives Terry the body that fifth spot. He'll duel with Matt Kenseth wheel-to-wheel off turn four. 
Back now to the start-finish line. This time they will see this indication, 129 laps complete. That'll give us 59 to go as they race back down to the start-finish line. Jeff Gordon shows he has a very strong car. Jimmy Johnson hangs right with him as they chase him over to turn two. Third spot belongs to Ward Burton. In fourth is Kevin Harvick. Terry Labonte having a good day. He's fifth. And side-by-side the battle for sixth. Dale Jr. on the inside. Matt Kenseth on the outside. Finally, Dale Earnhardt Jr. gets some drafting help. Dale Jarrett changes lanes and drops down to the inside. He will fall in line behind the Budweiser Chevy. Still, Dale Earnhardt Jr. races alongside Matt Kenseth as they close in on the lap car of Kurt Busch. We haven't heard much from Dale Jarrett this afternoon, but now he places himself in a position around 7th to the inside of Steve Park as they battle wheel to wheel. There is slower traffic up ahead. The leaders move around to the outside. Your leader is still Jeff Gordon just in front of Jimmy Johnson. Dale Earnhardt Jr. back in about the 6th position, working his way back to the front. What happened? He got off pit road so fast after that stop, he was about 5 or 6 car lengths out in front of the next draft, which was 7 cars strong. Didn't take long for 7 to chase down 1. They made the pass, so Earnhardt once again digs from back in the pack. Dale Earnhardt Jr. now is back in the number 6 position. He's got a rear view mirror for back. Then the left car is Steve Park and Ricky Craven. All the leaders run single file onto the back stretch and up against the outside wall. Jeff Gordon and Jimmy Johnson teammates. Then you've got Ward Burton feeling some heat from Kevin Harvick. Harvick started a run down low but gets back in line in three. Top nine positions are nose to tail. Terry Levine rising fifth. Dale Jr. is sixth. Right behind him is Matt Kenseth. His mirrors are filled with Steve Park. And Ricky Craven is the caboose on this train. The nice thing about being in the lead draft, if you're on the lead lap, is no matter if you're back in 15th or if you're in 10th or if you're leading this event, you've got a shot to win it here at Talladega if you've got enough laps left to do it. Right now, that outside line beginning to double up, led by Dale Jr. on the outside, and the outside groove is beginning to come in a little bit. They're gaining on the front pack. They'll try and make a run on the Terry Labonte machine now. Dale Earnhardt Jr. with drafting help from Matt Kenseth, Steve Park, and Ricky Craven. They move around Labonte off two. That is the race for the fifth position. Terry Labonte has been forced down to the inside, and he has no drafting help. Up front, here's Kevin Harvick in the fourth spot. Sees Dale Earnhardt Jr. coming. Moves low to block now as they race off the end to the back stretch. And they head back to the start-finish line to see the caution flag waving for the sixth time this afternoon. Debris spotted up in turn two. They actually said that Greg Biffle had called in and thought there was something on the track. NASCAR spotters checked it out and agreed. And so the caution flag comes out for Debris up in turn number two. Here comes Jeff Gordon leading the pack back to the start finish line with Jimmy Johnson riding along in the second spot. Third place Ward Burton, Kevin Harvick fourth and Dale Earnhardt Jr. has worked his way back up to the fifth position. They're looking for the green flag this time around. They're coming into the trioval, heading down to the start-finish line, and as it goes in the air, Jeff Gordon will come up through the gearbox and take it off into turn number one, tries to get a little jump, but there's no getting any jump on anything in a restrictor plate engine because it takes at least two-thirds of a lap to get her wound out to maximum RPMs. He's got plenty of company as he heads over to turn two. Jimmy Johnson right on his back bumper, then Matt Kenseth, Kevin Harvick looking to go three wide up the middle against the lap car of Steve Park. Up the middle goes Harvick. He will take a spot away. Kevin Harvick's going to try to squeeze in line in front of Ward Burton. He's going to do it, so that's success for Harvick. Now we'll put him in the third spot. Here comes Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson. Now Harvick and Ward Burton around the outside of the lap traffic off the end of the back stretch. So Kevin Harvick was the first man to make the move. He sets his sights on the second-place man of Jimmy Johnson. Ward Burton trying to counterattack, putting a bumper to Harvick through turns three and four. But right behind that, riding in fifth is Dale Earnhardt Jr. The leaders make their way off turn four. Charging up to the high side of the racetrack because of some lap cars still occupying the inside groove as they race back to the start-finish line. 
Again, Jeff Gordon, the race leader, his teammate, Jimmy Johnson sitting right in behind him. Then comes Harvick, then the dodge of Ward Burton, and Ward starts climbing the banking, looking to the outside. Ward looking high. Dale Earnhardt Jr. goes right with him, gives him a little bit of a bump draft onto the back bumper. No room for racing. They'll all stay single file off the banking. Close quarters racing off of turn two. Everybody tucked in tightly. Single file formation. Now here's Kevin Harvick. He breaks out of the draft, down to the inside. He's going to try to take second from Jimmy Johnson. Problem is, Harvick has no drafting help. Now as Gordon pulls in line in front of him in three. Harvick trying to finish what he started down the back straightaway, but nobody going with him. Now Ward Burton thinks about it, says, no, I'll tuck in with Jimmy Johnson. Harvick maintaining the fight for that second spot and doing it all by himself, side by side with Johnson up the front. Kevin Harvick determined to get Richard Childress's teams back in the winner's circle and several times this year. Today would be a good time to do it as he comes down. He has lost that draft one more time, and he's also lost four positions as they head back over to turn two. As determined as he is, it's almost impossible to do it by yourself at Talladega. They split him three wide. Sterling Marlin goes down to the inside. Terry Labonte to the outside as Harvick continues to free fall. And now that free fall will stop in the seventh position. He will fall in line behind Sterling Marlin down to the inside of the racetrack and right in front of one other car. Here's Harvick again. He's going to push the point. Here's Harvick three wide with Marlin and Kenseth in three. Harvick down to the bottom of the racetrack. Gets by Sterling Marlin. Gets by Matt Kenseth. And now Harvick nails down the fifth spot. He's going after fourth. Motoring against Dale Earnhardt Jr. for that fourth spot. Jimmy Johnson, still your leader, headed back to the front stretch. Dale Jarrett pulled to the inside to draft along with Harvick, but then he got blocked because Sterling Marlin pulled right up in between them and made it three wide momentarily. Here's Gordon across the line. The shuffle still from about the fourth spot on back, and it continues three wide, racing to turn one. Three wide for fifth place. Make it four wide as they move around the lap car of Jeff Burton. It's Dale Jarrett on the bottom. Dale Jr. in the middle. Matt Kenseth on the outside. Three abreast for fifth. Three wide, two, three wide, two rows deep, that is, as Dale Earnhardt Jr. finds himself in the middle of the first row of three wide racing. Dale Jarrett is down to his inside. Matt Kenseth is to his outside. Jr. now breaks free. He grabs the fifth position in turn three. This is dicey and delicate driving as they are two and three wide from fifth on back. Jr. tries to break away from the pack. Works to the outside of Kevin Harvick for fourth. They are side by side. Sterling Marlin is part of this mix. So too is Ward Burton. Greg Biffle still there as well. What we witnessed for the most of the afternoon has become very apparent that it's going to take some help if you're going to win this thing in the draft out there. It's just impossible to pull out and even think about going by yourself and even whoever's leading it at that final lap. If he doesn't have somebody sitting on his rear bumper to keep him up there, he's got a good chance of losing the lead as they go to turn two. Sterling Marlin takes over the number four spot as he drives underneath the Ward Burton machine. The lap car of Steve Park in the mix. He'll go to the inside of her. Now here's Kevin Harvick again. He's changing lanes. He's on the move. He's down to the inside. He's got drafting help this time. At the same time, Jimmy Johnson goes to the outside. Three wide. Harvick by Johnson. Now Ward Burton to Harvick's outside. This is the battle for second. Harvick working turns three and four. Ward Burton to his outside. They're right behind Jeff Gordon, the leader. Harvick sticks a nose out. Gets second place ever so briefly. Ward Burton counterattacks on the outside. They're still wheel to wheel off turn four. Now Jeff Gordon pulls to the outside lane right up in front of Ward Burton. He doesn't stay there very long. Ward makes it three wide. He goes wide down across the start-finish line, retakes the lead. Here comes Junior now, charging up alongside Kevin Harvick for third. Dale Earnhardt Jr. with a full head of momentum and drafting help from Matt Kenseth. Now side-by-side with Kevin Harvick. Harvick's got some company down low from Jimmy Johnson. They're nose-to-nose for third. So Ward Burton and Jeff Gordon, the top two, single file up top in the outside lane. Kevin Harvick still pushing the point down low. He is trying to muster up any bit of drafting help he can find. 
Right now he's got Jimmy Johnson and Sterling Marlin behind. Harvick and Junior side by side for third. Johnson is behind Harvick, but it's not enough to push him to the lead. So Harvick for the moment has to settle for third. But Dale Jr. is at his right elbow. He's getting the shove from Ward Burton as they come off of turn four. It's still a high-speed shell game headed up the front four. Shouldn't be anybody up in that lead draft that doesn't understand the draft and how it works pretty well both at Daytona and at Talladega. Here they come down to the line. Ward Burton sees a run coming to the inside this time. Down to the bottom of the racetrack goes Earnhardt Jr. as he got the lead in one. Dale Earnhardt Jr. drives deep into one, and he will take the lead away once again. The Budweiser Chevrolet back to the point. It's Dale Jr., Ward Burton, Matt Kenseth on the inside. Ward Burton has sole possession of second, side-by-side for third. You've got Jeff Gordon upstairs, Matt Kenseth downstairs. Both drivers with drafting help. Gordon has Joe Nemechek and Kenny Wallace. Kenseth has Jimmy Johnson and Kevin Harvick as Dale Earnhardt Jr. leads again to three. Fight for third is still wheel-to-wheel with Jeff Gordon up high. Matt Kenseth down low. Both drivers have drafting help. Jimmy Johnson is right there. So, too, is Joe Nemechek. And you can hear the crowd cheer for Dale Jr. as he leads him off turn four. Can't rest too long, though. Not very long for Dale Earnhardt Jr. Here comes Ward Burton mounting the charge once again on the outside lane. And he's got drafting assistance in the form of Jimmy Jeff Gordon, Joe Nemechek is there, along with Kurt Busch. They work back to turn one. One lap, Dale Jr. is the hunter. The next lap, he is the prey. Ward Burton back on the attack to the outside. Dale Earnhardt Jr. moves him up the banking a notch. They are side by side for the lead. They are stacked up double wide, about two, three, four, even five rows deep. Now they get three wide from third on back. Matt Kenseth gets elbowed out of the groove. He's down to the inside with no drafting help. Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon, Thunder Pass. They are knotted up from the lead on back. Ward Burton showing a lot of power. Power in that car to the outside of Dale Jr. They are dead even for the top spot. Jimmy Johnson trying to push Dale Jr. back into the front, but Ward Burton is strong to that outside. Jeff Gordon is there. So, too, is Kevin Harvick. There's only one driver up among the top ten right now that has been to Victory Lane this year, and that is Matt Kenseth. Everybody else would like to get a win here this afternoon, but for the moment, it is Earnhardt Jr. back at second place. They're only three deep, heading off to turn one. It's a hornet's nest again for the number two position. Down on the inside, Jimmy Johnson. Ward Burton in the middle. Now Jeff Gordon says enough of that. He'll drop back in behind Ward Burton. The battle for second steams off turn two. Jimmy Johnson, Ward Burton side by side. That is positions two and three. Behind them, they're stacked up side by side. Kevin Harvick down to the inside of Jeff Gordon. Behind them, three wide. Matt Kenton, Joe Nemechek on the lap car of Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch working that outside. Again, he is the lap machine. He lets Joe Nemechek and Matt Kenseth go. Robbie Gordon is right behind them. Sterling Marlin trying to work his way back up to the front. They're Stacked up two by two by two for the top ten positions. Earnhardt Jr. has the top spot. Once again, here comes Ward Burton. The Cat Dodge working the outside lane, hoping for a little push from behind. This time, bit of relief for Earnhardt Jr. He has maybe a half-car length lead over Jimmy Johnson and Ward Burton in the outside lane again. Oh, yeah, a huge five-foot advantage for Dale Earnhardt Jr. That's as good as it gets right now. Jimmy Johnson, Ward Burton continue to run nose-to-nose in second and third. Then it's Kevin Harvick and Jeff field is locked up double wide about six seven rows deep like rush hour traffic waiting for somebody to the rumble out of the pocket it's jeff gordon to the outside here comes gordon ward burton jr three wide for the lead in three still three wide can gordon make it stick to that outside not quite dale jr will maintain the top spot jimmy johnson down to the bottom ward burton in third but gordon will not let go of that high groove he powers to the outside still battling for third 
That Dale Earnhardt Jr. looks in that rearview mirror, and the best side he can see is that two, three, and three wide racing all the way back through the field gives him a little breathing room, and then all of a sudden that goes away. Jimmy Johnson tucks right in on his rear bumper, and he's got a couple of cars breathing down his neck over in turn two. Kevin Harvick just a car length back in third, another car length back to a two abreast battle. Matt Kenseth and Ward Burton. Jeff Gordon tried three wide. It didn't work, and he is paying the price. He's drunk he is on the outside lane. He is going backwards, and he is in the middle of a big knot of traffic. Here comes Jarvie Gordon. He's going to break out of that knot. He races three wide down to the inside of Sterling Marlin and Joe Nemechek. For the moment, things settle down for the top three. We're talking about Dale Jr., Jimmy Johnson, and Kevin Harvick. But from fourth on back, it's still side-by-side side with Matt Kenseth and Ward Burton. Robbie Gordon thinking about making three wide. Now he tucks in behind Burton as they move to the trial. Behind those cars, you've got Ricky Craven lined up. Sterling Marlin's back there. Those two cars racing side-by-side as they come back to the start-finish line. Four, five cars now in single file racing back to turn number one. At lap 148, we have 40 laps to go. It's Dale Earnhardt Jr. leading Jimmy Johnson, Kevin Harvick, Ward Burton, and Robbie Gordon. Greg Biffle's been having a great day, although he was caught up in a crash early on, but now he's on pit road. Let's cover the stop. Well, Joe, they they continue to work on the right front of that car from where he was involved in that earlier accident. They went ahead and changed the right side tires. They're just, it's an unscheduled stop. Yeah, it's going to be a costly one, too, for Greg Biffle. He did have a good run going, despite the fact that he's been out there the better part of the day in a damaged race car. Across the line goes the leader, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jimmy Johnson second, Jeff Gordon third, Ward Burton fourth, and Elliot Sadler fifth. They are single file back through about sixth position over to turn two. Elliot Sadler dives low on Ward Burton at the entrance to turn one. He'll complete the pass, take over the fourth spot. Now here's Matt Matt Kenseth, though, is looking for more drafting help. There is more in the outside lane than it is down low. Sterling Marlin's got Ricky Craven, also Kurt Busch, and Kenny Wallace stacked up behind him. Kenseth has Kevin Harvick, Robbie Gordon, and Steve Park in looking for more. So they are nose to tail for the top five positions. No change there with Dale Jr. First side-by-side battle is Matt Kenseth against Sterling Marlin. They have caught the fifth-place machine of Ward Burton as they motor their way through the trioval. Front four cars, single file from fifth on back, stacked up double wide. Here they come back through the trioval. A couple of those guys trying to pull up and get some drafting help to get that outside lane moving once again, namely Ward Burton getting some assistance this time from Sterling Marlin and Ricky Craven. Sterling Marlin, Ricky Craven go three wide around the outside of the Elliott Sadler machine. Sadler, the odd man out in the middle as they surge around him to the outside. Dale Jr. leads the pack off two. Now the race is for the fourth position. Matt Kenseth has the inside lane occupied. Check that, the middle lane. Now he dies for the bottom. Here comes a challenge for the lead. Jimmy Johnson changes lanes. Jimmy Johnson on the move down to the inside of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Makes a great move to the inside of Junior, and Jimmy Johnson takes the lead, and he is motoring away, making it by a car length over the second-place man of Jeff Gordon. But now Dale Jr. fights back in the outside, swings out way wide off of turn four. They're next to next. Dale Jr. is going to have to have a little drafting help if he can hang up there in the front pack. He's got a little bit from Ward Burton. Meanwhile, at the front of the field goes Jimmy Johnson. Right behind him getting drafting help from his teammate, Jeff Gordon. They go back to turn two. Gordon on the inside. Dale Earnhardt Jr. on the outside. Chevrolet against Chevrolet. Nose to nose for the number two and three position. Then it's Matt Kenseth Ford and the Dodge of Ward Burton. 
Jimmy Johnson leads the field off of turn number two. He is down to the inside, snaking back and forth, trying to break the draft, maybe trying to lend some assistance to his boss. He now changes lanes. Here comes Jeff Gordon around Dale Earnhardt Jr. Here goes Jeff Gordon looking for the lead. Jeff Gordon trying to carry lots of momentum into turn three, but nothing doing. Jimmy Johnson was right there in the lead. Slower traffic up ahead. Johnson goes high to work to the outside of the lapped car. Jeff Gordon still holding down that second spot. Dale Jr. in draft works her way through some of that slower traffic works to the outside getting by cleanly racing back to the start finish line here's junior on the charge once again pulls up to the outside of race leader jimmy johnson the battle for the lead dale earnhardt jr puts the hammer down fires around the outside of jimmy johnson the budweiser chevrolet is back to the point dale jr to the lead jimmy johnson second now jeff gordon to the inside of Opens the inside lane off turn two. That is Jeff Gordon down to the inside. He is making moves around Ward Burton. But now Gordon has no drafting help. He, though, is still side-by-side with Ward Burton. No drafting help for Gordon in three. Ward Burton to the outside of Jeff Gordon, trying to lock down the third position. Jeff Gordon fighting hard now and failing back down to the fourth spot against Elliott Sadler. But it's Dale Jr. showing the way. Jimmy Johnson right on his bumper. The front of the field, at least three or four of the front runners, peel off onto pit road. Winston Kelly. Jimmy Johnson is one of them. It's going to be fuel only for him. Same thing for Sterling Marlin. They make a quick chassis adjustment for Jimmy Johnson. He's a little bit tight. 7.09 seconds. Is he going to get out in front of his teammate Jeff Gordon? No, but he will swing out in front of Robbie Gordon. How about it, Adam? Three Chevrolets made their way onto the pit lane, all for fuel only. Kevin Harvick, Terry Labonte, and Joe Nemechek all taking fuel at lap 157. The last time they came to the pit road was lap 126. These guys are all good to go the distance. And we understand that maybe Dale Jr. will be coming to pit road to make his final stop of the day this time around. Let's pick him up in turn four. Watching Dale Jr. coming around turn four. Ward Burton right on his bumper. Elliott Sadler as well. And here comes Dale Jr. Coming down through the gearbox and applying the brakes. Getting it down to pit low speed. Dale Jr. is now pitted. Dale Jr. and the other guys who did not come in back on lap 157. Now coming in to make their stops on what will be lap 161. The Budweiser Chevrolet rolling slowly. His pit stop or his pit stop all the way at the far end of the pit lane. Let's pick it up with Winston Kelly. And here he comes. One. No. Now he's in his pit stall. The Budweiser team putting fuel in. Tony Rain, same thing. The Pontiac of Ricky Craven. It's going to be gas only just like everybody else. 6.79 seconds. But Kenny Wallace is going to beat Dale Earnhardt Jr. out. Look at that section of pit road and Adam Alexander. It was fuel only for Bill Elliott and Kyle Petty. They each got out in about 7.5 seconds. 8.7 seconds for the Dewalt Ford of Matt Kenseth, they take on right side tires and fuel, and all three have gone back out onto the speedway. Anyone in front of you, Danielle? Elliot Sadler was the only taker of fuel only. Also in was Kenny Wallace and Ward Burton. They also took on fuel only on this end of pit road. So they're set up to make a run to the checkered flag here this afternoon. There'll be 26 laps to go for the lead pack when they come back around the racetrack down to the start-finish line. 161 laps on the board. Dale Jarrett shows as the leader for the moment, and that will change when he makes his pit stop here in just a few minutes. I'll tell you what. I've seen some hard racing here at Talladega in the years I've been coming here, but I don't think I've ever seen a day where they have run as hard and raced as hard as they have all the way through this thing almost from start to the finish. You usually have those segments in a race here where everything kind of calms down for a while. They'll go single file. We catch our breath. Everyone else does. We can talk about some of the developing stories down there. Today, it's not been like that at all. It's, as you said before, like they've been racing for the win every single lap. We still have 26 laps to go. Dale Jarrett is the leader again. He has to come in 
make a stop. That'll sh- uh, shuffle things around to Elliott Sadler and Kenny Wallace as the top two here in the closing stages of the Aaron's 499. Well, I filled up a whole sheet of paper with lead changes. We're now at 34 lead changes among 16 drivers here this afternoon. It has been a great day of racing, with the exception of that big crash that happened early on today that took out uh, a number of the competitors. Yeah, I don't think you could see any better racing per se than we've seen in the front of the field, although there could have been a lot more cars involved in it had that wreck not taken out some 17 or 18 machines. The way they're running right now, Jimmy Johnson grabbed the lead just a moment ago off turn number two after that round of pit stops over there. He took it away from Elliott Sadler. Dale Jr. came with him up to the number two spot. Then Sterling Marlin, Kevin Harvick, and Terry Labonte made up the top five. And as they come back down to the line, that's likely to change a little bit again, although Terry Labonte has now moved up to third. The scramble right now that we're watching as it goes over to turn number two is Jeff Gordon trying to get out there and give some drafting help to Jimmy Johnson. Gordon's done everything he can do, Barney. The problem is he's got Terry Labonte and Dale Earnhardt Jr. between himself and the leaders. Off turn two, onto the back straightaway. Change of lanes for Terry Labonte. Down to the inside of Dale Earnhardt Jr. This is the race for the second position. Jeff Gordon and Joe Nemechek full in line behind Labonte. Earnhardt Jr. hung out to dry with no drafting help in turn three. Texas Terry took it down to the bottom of the racetrack and gets to the inside of Dale Jr. and locks down the second position. He brings Jeff Gordon with him. Joe Nemechek now rides in fourth as Dale Jr. struggles for fifth against Elliott Sadler. It is Jimmy Johnson leading him off turn four. Alongside Elliott Sadler in the fifth spot is Dale Earnhardt Jr. Sterling Marlin back in that pack of traffic as well. All those guys trying to dig their way back to the front of the field. At the head of the pack, again, Terry Labonte chasing Jimmy Johnson to turn one. And he's filling the rearview mirror on the load Chevrolet. Labonte rides just a half a car length back in second. Another half a length back to Jeff Gordon. Then down on the inside, it's Joe Nemechek. And you find Dale Earnhardt Jr. to Nemechek's outside. And Earnhardt Jr. does have drafting help, while Elliott Sadler does not. He is in the middle lane going back by himself, but now he'll finally slot in line behind Joe Nemechek as Jimmy Johnson continues to lead the three. Just a bit of a three-car breakaway up at the front with Johnson, Labonte, and Gordon, and they are side-by-side for fourth. Dale Jr. and Joe Nemechek battling their wheel to wheel. Right behind them, it's Elliott Sadler and Sterling Marlin. The laps are winding down. There'll be 20 to go when they cross the line, this time chasing Jimmy Johnson, who's trying to stay out front of this thing. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is a little further back in the pack. Now he's got a run going in the outside lane. Got a little drafting help there with Sterling Marlin and about four other cars as they shuffle off to turn two. Taylor Hart Jr. around the outside of Jeff Gordon. He'll take over third. He's not done yet. He'll draw a bead now on Terry Labonte, but Terry wants the lead. He'll go to the inside on Jimmy Johnson. Here comes Terry Labonte. Terry Labonte down to the inside of the racetrack. He is looking for room to race. He's got drafting help, but... Jimmy Johnson is there. Johnson with a fender out in front. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is on the move. He's almost pushing Johnson into three. Johnson still has the lead, however. It is Dale Jr. and Terry Labonte side by side for the second spot as they work up high on the 33 degrees banking, trying to get around the lap traffic of Michael Waltrip. Johnson peels down off of turn four, blocks Terry Labonte in that second spot. Jimmy Johnson pulls down to the lower lane, leaves Dale Earnhardt Jr. in the outside lane with drafting help from behind. Terry Labonte hangs on to the second spot. Everybody standing up here at Talladega Super Speedway seeing a great race unfold. The Aaron's 499. Earnhardt Jr. back to the point. Terry Labonte raced with him for a while. Labonte now down on the inside. Earnhardt Jr. gets help on the outside lane from Jimmy Johnson. Dale Earnhardt Jr. swapping lanes right now. High, low, now low again. He comes off turn number two with the lead. Jimmy Johnson, Terry Labonte side by side. 
Double wide for the second position. Each driver has drafting help. Dale Earnhardt Jr. almost looking like the pace car as everybody stacked up two by two behind him. Here's Terry Labonte, Jimmy Johnson for second with Jeff Gordon and Ward Burton stacked up behind. The veteran Terry Labonte fighting against the youth of Jimmy Johnson. They are still fender to fender from second on back side by side is Ward Burton with Jeff Gordon. Again, it is Dale Jr. just in front of this pack. Two by two by two. Got several teammates up there that can give each other a little drafting help, but even is that going to be enough to run down Dale Earnhardt Jr.? He said all weekend the place to be in the final laps is leading this race. Let's see if that pans out. He goes back to turn two. He may not get to lead it much longer. Here comes Jimmy Johnson with a full head of steam on the outside. It's Earnhardt down low. Johnson up high, nose to nose for the lead to the back stretch. Two Chevrolets side by side. Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s red and white Chevrolet. You've got Jimmy Johnson's blue and silver Chevy. Now Earnhardt Jr. gets a fender out in front. He is there. He is in the lead. Now Labonte and Johnson double wide for second. Just like the last lap, they're still side by side, but the break by Dale Jr. is a good one. Making about three car lengths. It's probably about the largest lead we've seen all afternoon as he comes off of turn four. Jimmy Johnson to the outside of Terry Labonte. Jeff Gordon and Ward Burton are right there. Earnhardt Jr. hoping they will stay double wide for second spot that'll allow him to drive away, but it's not going to stay that way very long. Here again, Terry Labonte on the charge to the inside. He's in the second spot to the outside again. Jimmy Johnson climbing the banking. Labonte down low, Johnson up high. Next row back, Jeff Gordon and Ward Burton. Next row back, Joe Nemechek and Ricky Craven. They're two wide, five rows deep behind Dale Earnhardt Jr. In lockstep from second on back, Jimmy Johnson now swings wide off of turn number two, takes a wider arc, but he's still there and still in step with Terry Labonte. Off turn Turn two and down the back straightaway. There is damage to Jimmy Johnson's machine, but he is at speed and looking for the lead. He is looking for the lead to the outside and gaining ground on Dale Jr. As Jr. took his Chevrolet down to the bottom of the racetrack. That allowed Jimmy Johnson to make up the ground. Terry Labonte is still right there in the top three. So too is Jeff Gordon as they make their way to the final. The laps wind down. There'll be 13 to go this time as they cross the stripe. Dale Earnhardt Jr. trying to win, make it four in a row here at Talladega if he can do it. The best thing can happen is exactly what he's watching in that rearview mirror, Dave Moody, is to see that door-to-door racing in that outside line. They haven't been able to do it yet. Terry Labonte and Jimmy Johnson not about to give up their battle for the number two position. That's allowed Earnhardt to stay on the point, but here comes Johnson again on the outside. Side by side for the lead. Jimmy Johnson, the low Chevrolet, sweeps around Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jimmy Johnson to the top of the leaderboard. Earnhardt Jr. zigging and zagging down low, racing side by side with Ward Burton. Ward Burton trying to take his dodge and bust up the Chevy Trio up at the front. Now Ricky Craven He's battling from the fourth spot, trying to push Ward Burton past Dale Jr. Your new leader is Jimmy Johnson off of turn four. Johnson brings him back down to the line. It will be 12 laps to go. Side by side now for the second spot. Ward Burton and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Behind them, Terry Labonte, Ricky Craven, and Matt Kenseth. Ward Burton has just taken the lead away from Jimmy Johnson while Joe Nemechek falls way to the back of the pack. Apparently a cylinder lost on that car. They were contenders moments ago. The lead pack races across the line. We have nine laps to go. They're in turn one. Ward Burton has the lead then side by side. Jimmy Johnson down low. Matt Kenseth up high. Dale Earnhardt Jr. running fourth. Then Ricky Craven and Kenny Wallace nose to nose off turn two. 
Jeremy Johnson, though, is looking for more drafting help, and he's going to find it off turn two as Ricky Craven slides in behind the low Chevrolet. Ward Burton bringing the field on to the backstretch now. Matt Kenseth in second. Here's Jimmy Johnson getting a boost from Ricky Craven to third in three. Ward Burton in the lead, trying to give himself a little bit of breathing room. He had a two-car length lead, but that has gone away in turns three and four as Jimmy Johnson charges down to the bottom of the racetrack, and Johnson will take over the lead from Ward Burton. Looks like Ricky Craven locks down third. This race is looking almost like a big roulette wheel with all those numbers out there. Who would you place your bet on? It's awful hard to tell, even with eight laps to go as they cross the line and head back into turn number one. Jimmy Johnson, for the moment, is the man they're chasing as they head to two. Top four, for the moment, goes single file. The battle is for fifth. Kenny uh, Wallace down on the inside of Matt Kenseth. Behind them, Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt Jr., the leaders, single file off two. Jr. is trapped in traffic. He is in the outside lane in the second row on the outside, so he can't make any moves. He has to fall in line and ride behind Matt Kenseth. Kenseth now has drafting help from Jr. and Elliott Sadler. Here goes Jr. on the move with Kenseth down to the inside. Time is of the essence for Dale Earnhardt Jr. as he goes down to the bottom of the racetrack to the inside of Sterling Marlin. Takes that position away, but Jr. will definitely have his work cut out for him if he's going to catch the leader, Jimmy Johnson, as the field makes their way off turn four. Jr. fell back to the seventh spot. He's worked his way back up to the fifth position now as Jimmy Johnson leads the parade back of the start-finish line. Seven laps to go. Ward Burton wants the lead again. He's pushing Jimmy Johnson into turn one. And that is not a figure of speech. He puts the front bumper to the lowest Chevrolet, shoves him up the banking, but can't make the move. It is Jimmy Johnson, Ward Burton, Ricky Craven, Matt Kenseth, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. All those drivers are single file behind them. They are three wide with Kenny Wallace down to the inside of Jeff Gordon. Gordon now in the middle. Actually, that's Wallace on the outside. Steve Parks' lap car was down low. Side by side for about the seventh spot as they race to three. Top five are nose to tail. They've broken away from the rest of the pack. Jimmy Johnson showing the way with Ward Burton in second. Ricky Craven in third. Now Matt Kenseth is closing it up from the fourth position. They are single file off turn four. You kind of wondered when maybe the top four or five cars might decide to jump in single file and see if they could at least pull away from the rest of the field and maybe settle it among themselves. And all of a sudden, that's the way they're racing right now as the laps go down to just six remaining. It is Jimmy Johnson, Ward Burton, Ricky Craven, Matt Kenseth, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. They're add, in two. Add Sterling Marlin to the tail end of that draft. He is in sixth. Seventh now is Elliott Sadler as they move to the outside of a couple of lap cars. Johnson leads the parade. Ken Schrader and Michael Waltrip are the lap cars down to the inside of the racetrack as the leaders work past on the outside. Here's a challenge for third. Matt Kenseth out of line. Dale Earnhardt Jr. gives drafting help. Here goes Kenseth going for second and three. Down to the bottom of the racetrack to the inside of Ward Burton. Matt Kenseth has the second spot. Dale Jr. is in third. Ward Burton slides back to fourth and now fights for that fourth spot against Sterling Marlin. Jimmy Johnson is still your leader. Kenseth and Jr. were running fourth and fifth. Now they are second and third chasing Jimmy Johnson at the start finish line. It will be five laps to go in the Aaron's 499. This is away from over. Here's Kenseth peeling down to the inside of Jimmy Johnson. Another challenge for the lead. Matt Kenseth goes to the whip with five to go. Powers his way to the inside of Jimmy Johnson. He'll take the lead, but look out behind you. Here comes Dale Earnhardt Jr. to the bottom for the lead. Dale Earnhardt Jr. changes lanes, dies for the bottom lap traffic in the way. They are knotted up and crowding the lap traffic down to the inside of the racetrack. Matt Kenseth with the lead. Dale Earnhardt Jr. will fall back. Junior, no drafting help as Jimmy Johnson now goes to second. Matt Kenseth has his Ford out in front, but can he keep it there? It doesn't look like it. Jimmy Johnson on a power move to the outside with lots of drafting help from Ward Burton takes over the lead. So Johnson's got the lead. And now Kenseth fights Ward Burton for the second spot. They're headed back to the strike. It takes a tight draft.
have to do any passing whatsoever. And a couple of times they've dropped Dale Jr. and let him slide back, but he's still a factor in this thing. And now we're down to four laps to go. Jimmy Johnson is the leader. They're too wide from there on back, heading for turn one. And on the outside, here comes the freight train. Ward Burton, Ricky Craven, Johnson goes up the block. Burton, that opens the door for Matt Kenseth. Kenseth back through on the bottom will regain the lead. Johnson kicked back to second. Dale Jr. and Ricky Craven. Now they thin out to double wide for the lead. They're three wide behind. Matt Kenseth down low. Jimmy Johnson up top for third. Dale Earnhardt Jr. inside of Ricky Craven. Jr. to the bottom. They are three wide for the lead at Talladega. This is for the top spot. It returns three and four. Dale Jr. shoots out ahead, making about two car lengths over the second place man of Elliott Sadler. Matt Kenseth is in third, and they're three wide from fourth on back. Exciting racing like I have never seen before here at Talladega Super Speedway in the closing laps of the Aaron's 499. Dale Earnhardt Jr. fights his way, literally fights his way back to the lead. He shows the way now with three laps to go. An unbelievable move for Dale Jr., but that has not closed the deal yet. Elliott Sadler just a car length back. Three more back to Matt Kenseth in third. Side by side for fourth. Kevin Harvick to the inside on Ricky Craven. What an unbelievable move by Dale Earnhardt Jr. One lap ago on the backstretch. Enough to make the hair stand up on the back of your neck. He's got the lead with Elliott Sadler in second. Those two have three car lengths over Matt Kenseth and Kevin Harvick. Harvick laying the bumper to Kenseth in three. This one is not over yet. It's Chevy versus Ford for the top spot. As Sadler looks down low, nothing doing there. Kenseth goes up to the high side. He'll draw up alongside Sadler for that second spot. The field makes their way off turn four. You were absolutely certain it couldn't get any more intense in the early part of the afternoon than it was then, but it is right now. We're getting down to crunch time here at Talladega. Two laps to go. Kenseth leads Earnhardt Jr. by just about a foot. They go at it for the lead in turn one. Earnhardt to the bottom wants the lead back and he will take it away in turn one. Dale Earnhardt Jr. to the lead. Harvick now to second. Elliott Sadler third. Ricky Craven to fourth. Down the back straightaway. Front four cars run single file. They're stacked up three wide for fifth. Got Terry Labonte down to the inside. Matt Kenseth in the middle. Jimmy Johnson up top. Now Johnson bails out. Here's side by side for fifth now. Kelly, the the, uh, Terry Labonte car and Matt Kenseth in three. Kevin Harvick wants to make some noise before this one is over, and he has chased down the leader, Dale Earnhardt Jr., closing to within one half a car length of the rear bumper. There's trouble. It's Jimmy Johnson. He's in a slide down to the bottom of the racetrack in turn four. Doesn't make contact with the wall, but Johnson has spun here at turn four. Jimmy Johnson spins down on the apron of the racetrack as they come down and take the white flag. The caution does not come out. Johnson is out of harm's way. Didn't appear to make any contact with anything else, and now it's about a two-mile run to the to the checkered flag. Who is it going to be? They're in two. Kevin Harvick trying to make a run on Dale Earnhardt Jr. Looks to the inside. Jr. blocks it. Off turn two. The fans going nuts as Jr. hits the back two. Dale Earnhardt Jr. splits the difference. Here comes Kevin Harvick. He changes lanes down to the inside. Earnhardt Jr. blocks him. Jr. now down to the inside. Harvick's hands are tied. He can't do anything. It's all Dale Jr. to three. Final time in a turns three and four. It's Dale Jr. by just three yards over Kevin Harvick. The third place man is Elliot Sadler. Ricky Craven is in fourth. They're single file, but it's Dale Jr. leading the field off of turn four. The Budweiser Chevrolet comes into the trioval, works his way to the start finish line, going for four in a row at Talladega. He makes it happen, winning the Aaron's 499. Dale Jr., the winner. Kevin Harvick is second. Elliott Sadler, third. Ricky Craven, fourth. Terry Labonte finishes in fifth. Let's go to pit road. And the high fives are going down here. Tony Urey Jr., would you have believed it about an hour and a half ago? <laughs> I, 
I knew he could do it. It's just a matter of that damage wasn't all that great. And uh, just got the team to just help him out. And, uh, you know, we just kept our heads on straight. And uh, it's just it's, it's just really great to win four in a row here at Talladega for these fans because uh, you can really tell when Junior's doing something just by their emotions. And that really pumps our whole team up. The Budweiser Chevrolet goes to Victory Lane, four in a row at Talladega. And we'll be going down to Victory Lane. We'll also hear from the other top finishers at this thrilling finish here at Talladega when we come back. We are back at the Talladega Super Speedway and one of the most thrilling finishes we have seen here in a long, long time. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. is doing some donuts here in the front straightaway. He has accomplished something that his late father was never able to do here at this racetrack, and that is win four straight races here at Talladega. And he is enjoying this one this afternoon. He'll be heading down to Victory Lane, and we'll get his thoughts as he works his way back up to the start-finish line, doing kind of a reverse lap here this afternoon. Why don't we go down on pit road and see if some of the drivers that finished in the top five have made an appearance down there yet. Elliot Sadler set to climb out of the M&M's Ford. Solid run for him this afternoon, finishing third. Elliot, congratulations on a great run here today. Man, I'll tell you what, I am so worn out, but so happy. This M&M's Ford Taurus, Coca-Cola, Robustus. We really wanted to win one down here in Alabama. Got a lot of Robert Yates fans down here, but I drove my heart out, pushed Junior up there to the front, so pretty cool to see him win another one, but really happy with third to give me a great race call. You got banged around a lot today. This team really had to battle back to have a chance to finish in the top five. It did, and uh, that's one thing about this race team. Never gives up, never gets upset, uh, just stays calm, keeps me calm on the radio. Brett did a great job spotting, and... Uh, Oh, this all the damn. I'm the lucky one that's driving this thing every week. Elliot Sadler's uh, driver's suit is soaking wet with perspiration, but a solid day. He finishes third in the M&M's Ford. Yeah, let's see if we can get a word from maybe Kevin Harvick or some of the other top finishers. Well, let's see if we can work, in, work our way in here to uh, Ricky Craven is getting congratulations, and he, too, is worn out. He finished fourth. Ricky, what about a hard charge there at the end of the race? Well, it's, uh, it was actually fun. You know, I don't remember the last time I said Talladega was fun. But uh, at the end of the race, you know, we had a piece, and uh, Tide Pontiac was up front. You know, it's a great team, and we're getting better and better and gaining more and more momentum. And I want to be clear on one thing, and I usually don't complain, but, you know, the great thing about the end is the, is the teammates meant nothing. And this teammate thing is ridiculous, you know. It's, it's unbelievable. But uh, I'm, I'm a standalone guy out there with no help, and these teammates... It just really, really frustrates me. With that being said, did you have it hard, find it hard to, to try and find somebody to work with you? It's always been an individual sport. One against 42. And uh, a lot of these guys are friends. The guys I'm referring to are friends of mine. But you know what? They don't play, they don't play this game the right way. It's all about teammates. And that, it, that is a very disappointing part of this business right now. You can hear the frustration in his voice. However, he does uh, collect another top five finish. That's Ricky Craven coming home in fourth. Now let's go down to Gatorade Victory Lane. Well, Gatorade Victory Lane and a lot of Budweiser flowing here. Dale Earnhardt Jr. shaking the hands of all of his crew members. He's just congratulated Tony Urey Sr. Dale, would you have thought it an hour and a half ago? Would you have thought you could have battled back? Um, well, we slid back and we was getting in the wrong line and... Couldn't get a whole lot of help. I mean, we got help from people. And I told my spotter, we slid back to about 10th there with three to go. I said, man, don't, don't worry. We can still win it. We can still win it. And, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. You know, you just took the runs you could get and uh, had a big old hole down there going in three, ran down across the apron and took the lead and never looked back. I got to thank, first off, uh, Kevin Harvick. 
he was my drafting partner when it counted. And uh, we wouldn't be sitting here without, without the help he gave us there at the end. All the other people we drafted with, I mean, you, instead of thanking your crew these days, you got to thank all the guys you work with during the race. But, that, I mean, you know, they, they deserve uh, – they're the reason we're here, you know. Kevin gave me that push there at the end that we needed. And, uh, yeah, we sure needed it. I'm telling you, it's big. Take us back from when you fell back to about sixth position and came back through. Well, I don't – you know, it's hard. You're thinking so much, and so much going is going through your mind that you're having, you're having to uh, – you know, trash everything else that just happened, you know, just to make room for everything else that's coming up. So uh, it's all kind of a blur, but I remember being on the inside and the outside and not being real happy with where I was at. I got hooked up with Matt. We worked up there together. I wanted to work with Ward. He had a good car to help me a lot. But I worked with Matt to get up there, but I done tore Matt's bumper off, so I couldn't push him real good. And I didn't want to spin him out. So uh, I knew eventually I was going to make a move to get by him or, we, you know, I, it's going to be pretty messy there at the end. One move that I thought that was particularly noteworthy, you were lap 171, you went from the outside and crossed over underneath Jimmy Johnson. Do you remember that one? Well, I've done it so many times a day, it's hard to remember all of them. But uh, we just racing. I mean, that was, a, that was some hellacious racing right there. That was the hardest racing I've seen here in a long time. And, uh, you know, how, how special was this one? Oh, it's big. I mean, I'm, uh, you know, broke Buddy Baker's record. Uh, only driver to win four here. And ain't too many just done, you know, won four races, period. So uh, we're stepping into some uh, pretty big shoes, and I'm real proud of it. I mean, just to come down here and down here and have the opportunity to win four in a row was big enough, and I didn't put a lot of credit behind it because just the odds of it happening weren't very good. But, you know, we stuck with it all day. We had so much trouble. The front of the cars tore all to hell, but uh, still run good. Them guys did a good job fixing it on pit road. Four in a row for Dale Earnhardt Jr. in the Budweiser Chevrolet. At Talladega Super Speedway, Dale Earnhardt Jr. has won the Aaron's 499 championship point standings. Matt Kenseth still has the top spot. Dale Jr. moved up three positions to take the second spot. He's now 129 out of the lead. Kurt Busch lost a position. He falls to third. Jeff Gordon jumped up six positions. He's now fourth, and Jimmy Johnson stays in the fifth position. Let's take a look at the, how they finish. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is the winner. Kevin Harvick ran second. Elliot Sadler comes home third. Ricky Craven is fourth. And Terry Labonte finished fifth. We'll give sixth to Sterling Marlin, seventh to Ward Burton, eighth to Jeff Gordon. Matt Kenseth ran ninth. Robbie Gordon was tenth. Kyle Petty had a good day. Kyle will finish eleventh. Dale Jarrett was twelfth. Bill Elliott, thirteenth. And John Andretti, fourteenth. Jimmy Johnson finished fifteenth. Tony Raines ran sixteenth. 17th goes to Kenny Wallace. Jeremy Mayfield was 18th. 19th was Kurt Busch. And 20th was Steve Park. 21st is Joe Nemechek. 22nd, Greg Biffle. 23rd to Dave Blaney. And 24th to Michael Waltrip. And 25th to Tony Stewart. Mark Martin finished 26th today with Jamie McMurray 27th. Todd Bodine was 28th. Jeff Green 29th. And Mike Wallace was 30th. 31st, Mike Skinner. 32nd, Bobby Labonte. 33rd was Ken Schrader. 34th, Jack Sprague. And Jeff Burton was 35th. Jerry Nadeau was 36th today. 37th. Rusty Wallace, 38th. Jimmy Spencer. Ryan Newman was 39th. Casey Mears, 40th. Johnny Benson, 41st. Ricky Rudd, 42nd. Hermie Sadler came in in 43rd. Today we saw a total of uh, six lead changes and amazingly 43 
uh, or six cautions, that is, 43 lead changes among 16 different drivers. It was a wild day at Talladega. I want to say a word to the boss. David Hyatt and wife Holly are on Baby Watch in Daytona Beach today. Boss, we're thinking about you. Hope everything works out okay. Thank the voices you heard on our broadcast here today. Along the pit lane, it was Winston Kelly, Adam Alexander, and Daniel Fry. Out of the turns, Dave Moody, Mike Bagley, and Dan Hubbard. On scoring today, Groundhog David Brandt back with us again. Gary Alexander, our spotter today. Broadcast engineer was Cheesecake and Larry Sweeney. Our satellite engineer, Mike Weaver. And our pit runners, Norton and Allred. Our production assistants, Todd Costello and Kay Pinchbeck. We've got to stop and catch our breath. It's been a wild one. We congratulate for Barney Hall and Joe Moore. We congratulate Dale Earnhardt Jr., who has won the Aaron's 499 at the Talladega Super Speedway. Motor Racing Network Classics is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.